Are you sick and tired of ads? Well, this is an ad telling you that you don't need to listen to ads. Stitcher Premium has some of your favorite shows ad-free, like The Joe Rogan Experience, My Favorite Murder, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and the Marvel original, Wolverine the Long Night. It also includes early access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Go to stitcherpremium.com and upgrade your account for only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Plus, sign up and use our offer code, CAPED, at checkout and get your first month for free. That's CAPED, C-A-P-E-D, for your first month free. Stitcher Premium. It's like Stitcher, but premium. This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. Citizens, welcome to the Fortress of Potitude. I'm Dave Michaels. I'm Brian Betts. And we are the Cape Podcasters. This is the show that saw 500 Days of Summer and said, hey, that guy should direct a Spider-Man movie. Yep. It all checks out, right? Mark Webb. I think they just hired him because of the name. The Webb. I didn't even put that together until yeah. this very moment. Of uh, My Chemical Romance music video fame. Of I'm going to say 500 Days of Summer fame again because I can. Green Day music video fame. He does a lot I, of music videos. Hey, sometimes they make the best directors. Sometimes. So, sometimes. For this one, we had to call in reinforcements. Yes. Ryan from Experience Grind Podcast. How the hell are you? Doing pretty good. How the hell are you guys? Pretty good. Feeling good. I got bit by the spider again for the fourth time, <laughs> fifth time? We, fifth spider movie we're talking about. I feel great. I've been bitten. Oh, man. Bitten. <laughs> you guys have seen this thing before, right? Of course. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man? The Amazing Spider-Man. No, uh, more times than I would care to. Yes. (laughs) Would that be one or two times for you? (laughs) I have seen it maybe five or six times now. Oh, Oh, wow. man. I think this is maybe my third viewing of it. Maybe. Could be second. This one's my second. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I will tell you, I don't recommend seeing this movie six times. (laughs) Do you recommend seeing it once or twice? Uh, I don't know about that. We, we, we might discuss that a little bit later. <laughs> Before we go farther, Ryan, who's, who's your favorite superhero? I know that you're a Marvel boy. Yes. Uh, if we're talking strictly from movies uh, and, and pop culture in general right now, uh, Captain America is my man. Good choice. Uh, you said yeah. Iron Man was going to throat punch Nah, <laughs> it was never, ever Iron Man, especially in comics. I, I never liked Tony Stark in the books. Uh, I actually, I enjoy Riri Williams much more <laughs> than I ever enjoyed reading wow. Tony Stark. Good for you. Uh, and that's super right. unpopular, but whatever. I said it. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. <laughs> uh, but if we're going from the books, I, I miss Marvel. Kamala Khan is a personal favorite right now. Uh, and if we're going She's DC, right wonderful. Now. Yeah. I will, oh God. I love her. She is maybe the best thing Marvel's done in the last 10 years. So good. Completely agree. Um, but I also really, really love, uh, green arrow. If we're going DC, uh, mostly everything before mm. the, the rebirth, anything after rebirth, I don't really enjoy as much with him, but if we're going like the old Kevin Smith stuff and, and around that era before fantastic, love him. Completely agree with you there. Completely agree. I'm happy you said Green Arrow. Oh, I loved Ollie yeah. Queen. Long before CW made him into a uh, Batman wannabe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. Give me my batter arrow. Yeah. What? <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't remember Oliver Queen going around and almost killing so many people so often and 
You have failed this. Yeah. Even he even had a him, Batman voice. I remember him robbing from the rich and giving to the poor, right? That was him. Yeah. Yeah, that's somebody with green and arrows. That's right. And even the green arrow was a little bit too colorful, so they just had to call him the arrow. Arrow. <laughs> just like they couldn't call Superman Superman in Smallville, and they just, the blur. Oh, that's, oh, oh, that's right. shameful. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, no. Why did you remind me of that? Wow. I, I feel like they don't want to call him green arrow, though, because they're like, Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern. Let's separate from this thing. Let's stay away from the color green. It's bad. <laughs> For a few years. Oh, oh, I like that theory. I like that theory a lot. Going forward, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's gotta official. be Any film Jeff out Jones, of Warner Brothers. He's quoted as saying it, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> that's why Green Book, that, that won last year, uh, they had to go yeah. to a different company. It wasn't Warner Brothers. That's right. Because Warner Brothers. They put the hats on uh-huh. and it said, make green great again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> I hope I'm right Warner about Brothers that. Warner Brothers ad campaign so, for that, the year. That worked out great. Yeah. We need a new Green Lantern. Do we? The first one's not that bad, but we need a new Green Lantern. (laughs) I disagree. Hard stop there. Yeah, you and everyone else. (laughs) I know I'm on an island If it's done right, I I would be okay with it. I want to see New Frontier turn into a movie. That's my dream. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Are you you too familiar with the uh, DC animated movies? Sure am. Hush, put me to sleep. Great. Okay. Um, Agreed. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the Green Lantern. I forget the name of it, but they had an animated one that was essentially Training Day with him and Sinestro, and that's that's cool. That's a brilliant movie concept. Do that. Okay, I like Do that. Training Day in space with him and Sinestro, and he slowly starts like to it. learn Sinestro is a bad guy, and then you earn the tease of the yellow ring or something at the end, and not just throw it in haphazardly you because. Oh, you by can. the way, yellow ring. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a Cape Podcasters mm-hmm. production and Ryan. Ryan's on I mean, right now. I'll produce like it. it. That's it. I'll Done. be the Kevin Feige. I'll just, I'll, I'll say what I like and don't like, and you can run with it. I, I literally don't just have do to do, you gotta do any of the heavy right. lifting. <laughs> I just say Kevin what Feige, I like. Executive producer on this bad boy. Uh, At yeah, a time he was. Surprising. Yeah. 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 I think he had literally one thing to do with this movie, and it was, guys, Throw in a post credit scene. Trust me. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. trust me. <laughs> Did uh, are you guys familiar with the Sony leaks and Kevin Feige's producer notes on uh, the Amazing Spider-Man Two? I sure am familiar with the Sony leaks. Extremely familiar. <laughs> okay. Uh, I worked on the Amazing Spider-Man. This one. This one here. Interesting. And I remember getting the email of, "Hey, so your info might have leaked." Oh so. no! I didn't even think about that. Yeah, As we were talking and leading up to this episode. Whoa! Yeah, it was real weird, real oh, weird no. time. And I went, "I'm a fucking nobody. What are they gonna find?" Yeah. So no, that's fair. Okay. But it was <laughs> now I gotta dig wild. into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's right. WikiLeaks when I get home. I did locations for the New York reshoots for this thing. So there's a few shots in here that hmm. you're intimately familiar. Your boy with. here is very involved with. Okay. It's exciting. I'm gonna throw it out there. I like this movie. I like this movie. Done. Okay. Yep. You're close to it, though. So uh, I am close to it. I hadn't seen this thing since it came out. And even then, I barely watched it with like a Spider-Man eye. I more watched it like production eye. Sure. And this is the first time I got to watch it. And I, I liked it. There's a lot of things that I thought were odd mm-hmm. that I didn't like about it. But overall, man, this thing landed. Big time landed. So the runtime did not land. No, the runtime was a little bit. <laughs> much too long. But this runtime is fucking yeah. miserable. <laughs> I'm somewhere in between you two on this. Oh, we've been I down this it, road before with experience it, grind folk. <laughs> <laughs> it has its good points. It has its bad points. And uh, I think at this one, we should just get into it. Let's get into it. 
All right. So the movie starts out with little bitty Petey Parker is playing hide-and-go-seek with his daddy. He comes across his father's office in shambles, an obvious burglary attempt, and his dad retrieves a file hidden in the desk and whisks Pete away to his Aunt May and Uncle Ben. We got we got Parkers in this thing, like Mom, right, Pa, Parker. Yep. There's a whole slew of Parkers. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah, this opening scene, I literally have seven bullet points that like immediately are like attention grabbers to me in movie making. Uh in like- tropes specifically. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, all right, well, I mean, you brought up the Parkers. So immediately the Parkers as science spies is gonna be like the big twist, right? This is what's gonna differentiate this movie from the Raimi movies. That's what it seems like. Sure. And then they do so literally far, nothing good. with it again this movie. <laughs> yeah, they did. I mean, he they gets did. a briefcase, and then they have the formula that ties in because of plot reasons. But, like, there are there are no answers about the parents. Nothing is resolved. Hence why we, get, partially I think we true. get, like, another teaser in, like, the second one with, like, his dad, like, doing James Bond shit in an airplane. And then he maybe dies. I don't remember. That movie's remember. a mess. But I don't remember that movie at all. There was Jamie Foxx being blue. But I think it's, uh, that's what I remember. <laughs> I don't know. Am I wrong here? Uh, I I felt like uh, there was not a resolution to the parents. They set they up, died. They died airplane style. Yep. It not is like the an movie airplane. No, okay. call me Shirley. Like, bam. Let me let me backtrack then. E- even if we feel like the 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 Parkers and their story arc is resolved, which I I don't, I feel like it needlessly adds drama into an already stuffed movie, which we will talk about as we go. Like how much is stuffed in this movie? Uh, but like putting in the parents kind of undercuts, I think, a lot of the drama with Ben and May. Like, uh, as as compared to the Raimi movies, which sadly we have to compare to because they were out at this time. Have to, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to. They and, were the, and the gold standard for a long time, right? Yeah, I, I think cutting only to Ben and May and not really dealing with, like, the parents is a wise move. It, it really gets the bond across between Peter and Ben before Ben ultimately dies and then fuels the whole Spider-Man. Uh, the, yeah. That's this, true. Here it I kind of, I, I, yeah. Well, interesting. Please, I disagree because I feel like the parent thing is only resolved in the newspaper where it says they died in a plane crash. Right. That's a little later on. That's right. Whatever. But okay, you see the parents handing Peter off to Uncle Ben and Aunt May, mm-hmm. and the parents just go fuck off to death. Right. We don't know when they yeah, die. As you do. We don't know. Somewhere in between they die. Fine. But Peter actually ends up struggling with that. His whole relationship with Uncle Ben and Aunt May as it goes on, he's, he looks at them as a father, but in mm-hmm. the back of his mind, he knows they're not. Like, he knows that he had other pa- like his real parents, yeah. and that's why the briefcase had such an impact on him. I feel like that even just seeing his parents in that brief moment had so much more character development than a lot of things mm. in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Like, it was a very cool choice kind of bringing it in where the comics brought it in. In Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And in this, uh, I'm glad they rewound it just a tiny bit to say, like, yeah, he's a little fucked up. I, he's got some issues. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give I you that. that. And they definitely take that tone. And I think that's going to be one thing that I, I point out going forward is 
this movie is tonally all over the place. And so we get super angsty, dark, serious moments of introspection. Uh, and, and then like a Mr. Bean <laughs> slapstick fight where Peter Parker rips off a woman's shirt and then beats up the oh, people who no, are trying to defend the woman. Mis- <laughs> Mr. Bean wouldn't have talked through the fight and Spider-Man's very quippy. <laughs> yeah, well, he wasn't quips very quippy. Uh, well, I, all right. Anyway. You imagine that if, if he sounded like this. I fought you. I flipped. <laughs> I flipped you. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally never heard anybody ever do a Mr. Bean impression. Yeah. That was bold. It's a bold choice. I think Thank so. You. I instantly regret it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, now we know why. I love Mr. Bean. Rowan Atkinson's a national treasure. Just Dude, agreed. Nobody just can do physical comedy Alan like Alan Alda's our treasure. We know that. So we cut to present day. Peter Parker is a kind of uncool, but also really not that uncool high schooler. You can tell he's an outcast because he skateboards and wears Ramones t-shirts. He stands up for kids getting bullied, and Emma Stone is totally into him. Life is hard. (laughs) All right. All this checks out. I'm a loner, but I look like Andrew Garfield. (laughs) Not not only does he look like Andrew Garfield, but he's really, like, not that unpopular. Right. Like, really. Everyone's pictures taken of him. Yeah, he, also, he's he a social life. pariah only because he chooses to stand up because that one time exactly. and gets punched. Yeah, you're right. And Flash, I don't like this Flash. Uh, I don't think you're supposed to like him. No, because in the... Oh, well, you just mean as Flash. Yeah, because I don't like... This This Flash is way too aggressive. At first, yeah. and then does a real quick turnaround later. That's yeah. true. That's the character arc. He didn't have much time. No, he had to, in his two scenes. He had to really flip it. <laughs> I this is three uh, scenes. Yeah. He had three. He had three. Yeah, there was a middle one. Uh, which <laughs> the middle one we call that his well. act two. Right, <laughs> right. That's where his growth happens. I don't know. Course. Yeah, uh, That's how characters I, work. I will tell you what I think. I hate, and maybe this is a personal bias. I outright hate the decision to make Peter Parker his skateboarding skid. Hate it. Nope. Hate that hate is it. not personal. It's not it good. is so stupid. Why would you do I love his shoes, but I don't like the skateboarding. We're gonna get there. No. We are. I want to talk about his skateboarding. Okay. We'll get there. We will Okay. <laughs> Due to some fortunate plot moving mild flooding in the Parker basement, Peter comes across his father's secret files. Yeah, MacGuffin flood. Uh, That's yeah. kinda weird. <laughs> Deus X water in the basement. Uncle Ben tells him about Dr. Connors, and Peter gets to Googling about his dad and stuff. Stuff's happening. I like mm-hmm. it. We're moving. He pretends to be an intern and cons his way past the most clueless receptionist of all time at Oscorp. I suppose with the intention of just talking to Dr. Connors, but once he gets there and impresses Dr. Connors with his knowledge of cross species biohacking, whatever they're calling it in this movie, Peter ends up doing a little B and E. All right. Uh, a lot a Hold lot on. of B&E. And Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to Unpack rewind that. to uh, the start of the Oscorp entrance here, where sure. Peter is talking to the secretary. And I've got to point out some of the most on-the-fucking-nose dialogue I have seen in a movie, <laughs> which is the secretary says, as he's looking around... For his name tag, she says, are you having trouble finding yourself? And pay attention because uh, hold, hold on, one this second. gets repeated. One second. I got this one, times. Ryan. I got this one, Ryan. Here we go. It's very heavy handed. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is. It is the most. Oh, my God. Literal metaphorical dialogue. If that's even a thing. And I, the acting is not good. So it's, it's not sold well. Andrew yeah. Garfield. And not the and best actor. Furthermore, as 
Peter Parker gets in by pretending to be this Ramirez kid, I believe. Uh, he watches <laughs> as his kid is dragged, screaming and kicking out of the Oscorp building. Right, Peter well, Parker is kicking a douche in this universe. <laughs> I don't like this Peter Parker. This is this is an issue. Right, this, this is kid why... just lost his internship. Well, also Peter Parker very easily could have enrolled for this internship. Yeah, because he in, he looked up this internship and saw enroll now, That's and he true. went, "Fuck <gasps> it, I'm gonna ruin the foreign kids' chances <laughs> oh here." Oh my god, Let me just you're sneak right. <laughs> <laughs> there really was no need for that. What? Is, yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You've sold me that this is an even worse th- scene than I already thought it was. It's only five minutes in. <laughs> it's a bad scene. <laughs> I hated bad that scene. scene. He breaks into the uh, the holding cell of all these spiders and. Naturally, one of them crawls onto him. Yeah. And, and you know. This all checks out. He gets out with it. And wouldn't you know it, Gwen Stacy works here, too. So that's neat. Convenience. A little convenient. <laughs> a lot of convenient. <laughs> so he gets bit by a spider. You know how Spider-Man works. Things happen. Changes. Changes. He gets in a fight <laughs> in a subway because you need the obligatory getting to know my power scene. It's fantastic. So oh, okay. Full he has stop. no idea Full what's stop. happening. <laughs> what? This is a great scene of him learning his powers. It's goofy as shit, and I loved it. Explain yourself. <laughs> I was Joker ear-to-ear smiles, watching him. like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he's in such a confined space, he has no idea what's going on. He takes a lady's blouse off. That was a thing Yep, that didn't need to happen in this movie. I feel like yeah. any other movie would be like, why did he put his hand on her? He's so creepy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah. <laughs> I thought this was so much fun to watch. He's so confused. Andrew Garfield's actually doing a pretty good job in this one. My favorite part of this scene is just that somebody was like, I'm going to balance a beer bottle on this guy's forehead. New York. <laughs> I totally got it. I've seen Beautiful. some really fucked up things on New York subways. <laughs> I like Really it. fucked up things. <laughs> I've seen some interesting things. I don't know if anything was totally fucked up. I watched a man at 11 p.m. on the train going from Queens. Well, it was crossing. I know that. I'm trying to think where it was going to. I don't know the trains anymore. I haven't been in New York in a while. And the man, monkey style, had his hands on the bar, pulled his feet up, and he took a shit on the floor. Oh what? <laughs> it was wild. What? Wow, I did not expect that ending. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't expect that to happen I? IRL. <laughs> well, uh, okay. You immediately Start the spreading the news. <laughs> Wow. Uh, you want to ride it? I want to be a Look the other way, because that's uh, what you do in New York. Jesus. Old New York. Wow. Uh, Why don't they show that in a Spider-Man movie? That's the Spider-Man New York I want to see. I was on this movie. Delete a scene. <laughs> Were you really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he was there for reshits. That's his first <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, when Peter gets home, he eats some meatloaf and finds the spider in his jacket. Right. He, he would have said, Ma, the meatloaf, but she's oh, dead, yeah. so he, he can't so do he that. So he said, Aunt May, the meatloaf. Yeah, it doesn't have the same <laughs> what reaction. What is she doing in yeah. there? Oh. The next day, he goes to Dr. Connor's house and tells him he's Richard Parker's son, and they chat about the That's cross. Right, because he found the newspaper clipping in Dr. Connor's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's already gone and talked to Dr. Connor's at the at Oscorp. Now he's like, I'm actually going to talk to him, talk to him. Right, and it's not Tim Roth. I say that because hmm? I've learned I, I'm... I have a recent blindness to actors also. Okay. I'm known for being actress blind sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And oh. I said this was Tim Roth the entire movie. Until the end, I went, oh, it's Reese Siphons. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not Tim Roth at all. Nope. And I was so confused with myself. And I was uh, fucking there. 
Dave, I'm going <laughs> to thank you for saying That's Reese right. Eisen's name first because I was going to say I did not know how to pronounce it. I don't know it. if that's how to say it. Well, I just know he's the guy who grabs his nipples in, in the replacements before, after he kicks a field goal. Uh, Yes, that is true. Oh, how far we've come. Long way. He is playing Kurt Connors. Yeah, I think the one-armed man. I think he's the really good here. what Harrison Ford was talking about or whatever happened. He is very good as Dr. Kurt Connors. Right. Not Tim Roth is a very good actor. <laughs> I don't necessarily like some of the places his character goes to later. The sewers? Yeah, and some of we'll his twists. There. But I think that his <laughs> acting, what he's doing, is very, very good. And I'll say that's that's largely uh, most of the cast does very good with what yeah. they're given. I just have an they're issue acting with what very they're well given. Yeah. What's on the page. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Though I still think Andrew Garfield's still miscast. He's way too pretty boy. For we'll get there. Peter. What? <laughs> All right. We'll get there. We'll talk about it. <laughs> will we? Okay. We sure will. Was the deleted scene like you going up for Spider-Man? Oh, 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 oh. We'll get there. You want a story? We'll I'll give there. you a story. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I got to meet Andrew Garfield once in my brief time working on this, this bad boy. And it was a deleted scene. And okay. the scene, I don't know why he would do a reshoot and then delete the scene. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I don't know how anything works. And it's even hinted at, too. It's later on in the movie when Peter shows up at not Mary Jane's house. Right. And through the window. And he Gwen says, you have a real scene. weird doorman. The doorman scene was the deleted scene. Oh. Which is odd. Oh. But that day when I met Andrew Garfield, it was kind of I'm standing around on set and I look next to me and it's Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I was able to get out was, I'm taller than you. <laughs> You said that? <laughs> that was the only... And he just laughed. <laughs> and then I walked away realizing, motherfucker, I should be Spider-Man. I'm taller than him. <laughs> and that was as far as my stupid head went with it. Uh, and he was like, I'll show him. I'm going to start dating Emma Stone. And then he started slamming Emma Stone. <laughs> as probably payback to me for me saying that I was taller than him. For sure. This is like, I'll get That's back at the location. I imagine I had a direct... <laughs> a direct impact on his relationship. I'll show him. Like, Wait, I'm Andrew during Garfield. reshoots? He <laughs> was already be anybody. <laughs> yeah, but he probably wasn't committed. Oh, okay. He probably wasn't like feeling it out. One of those like, yeah. we're dating. We're not Got putting it. a label on this. And then yet. he was like, motherfucker. I'm short. I'm going to date him for four years. Just because my hair looks like this doesn't mean I'm as tall as you. I'll start slamming in the stone. Neat. I you take any credit you think you deserve for that. I don't deserve any credit because my idiot brain said this is what I should say out loud because that's no filter. That's what happens sometimes. Uh, I'm, I'm about two inches taller than him, though. I want to point that out. I was looking down on him, and he wore the suit, and I did nothing. The suit wouldn't even fit you. It was made for a shorter person. You're right. So Peter and Dr. Connors chat about a little cross-species genetic thing because, you see, Dr. Connors only has got one arm. And he's, man. he's super bummed about that, and he's been trying to biohack some lizards because they grow back limbs. Right. All checks out. But there's this Dr. Rajit Ratha, who's uh, he's putting a pressure on him to cure Norman Osborn, who's apparently sick. Some would say he's a bad guy because he's got a suit on with a black shirt and black tie. That's evil doer if I've seen one. Anyway, Peter has the one missing formula for the science stuff. The decay Neat. rate algorithm. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I said. Famous the missing argument. formula for their science stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, other MacGuffin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the mini MacGuff. It's just That's a right. useless MacGuffin. It goes nowhere. It's just like, hey, we've got this MacGuffin. It goes <laughs> because to we're smart, friendship right? and trust. Friendship, it's trust, a, and friendship genetic uh, alterations. Right. It doesn't have to steal a, a poor foreigner's 
name badge anymore. He can just walk right into the building. That's true. So he's got true. trust. Perfect. Advance got... the plot, MacGuffin style. That All it, right. it access to Wait. Oscorp. If we're here, real quick, if we're here at this point, this is the part of the story where Peter has gone to Kurt Connor's house, right? And now yes. they're like talking about stuff. This is when they're like yeah, they're at their their most broy, right? For sure. Do you feel that they're bros? They're bros. I don't buy this relationship at all. I don't think this uh, Peter Kurt Connors relationship really sells very well. I would say it sells just about as well as the Peter Gwen relationship. Well, I'd also say Uh, not very well either. It's terrible. (laughs) Disagreeing with that. Why do you disagree with that? You got lost in the Emma Stone. That's what happened. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Guilty. (laughs) She's wearing that short skirt and the high socks and you're just like, I'm in. It's not even that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Peter's also really good at basketball now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. So he goes to school and he embarrasses Flash. <laughs> he smashes the backboard and when he dunks on him. Yeah. Because he got to dunk on your bully. So obviously Peter's in trouble now. So Uncle Ben's got to come and talk to the principal or whatever. So now it's up to Peter to pick up Aunt May later. Also, Uncle Ben makes him feel like shit for getting revenge on Flash and blows up his spot for crushing on Gwen. Oh my god. Yeah. Uncle Cockben. In, in one Cockben scene, line. Uncle Ben shows up and is just like, You're a real dick for getting back at that bully. And Martin also, Sheen. hey. Martin Sheen's a good Uncle Ben. He is a very good Uncle Ben. He's good. I like it a lot. But again, the lines they give him aren't good. He's not he doesn't have a relationship with Peter. He just he doesn't mansplain to him. He old splains. He just fucking talks <laughs> down to him the whole fucking movie. Is, and then he dies and you're like, do? Oh, are we sad? But we're not there yet. First, he has to say, "What's <laughs> Brian? Were you gonna do the line? Which line? The, There's so many in this movie. The, this the one where he blows up Peter's spot in front of Gwen in like the most weird, awkward. <laughs> hey, that's the girl ever. on your computer! <laughs> oh my god, what is this? He's got hackney shit. He's got pictures of you on his computer. <laughs> that's punishment <laughs> enough, I think. Right at that point, get out of this awkward social scenario. So is that how fuck? you guys read Good it? Luck. It's it's him intentionally punishing Peter. I don't think so. I don't think is so. That I think read? he's just clueless. Okay, yeah, that, I, that's okay. That's what I thought they were going for. I was like, I, I if you're selling it the other way, man, I, I might buy it because it doesn't work. No, this I'm not way. selling it the other way. <laughs> I think that he kind of doesn't. No, well, he looks at himself as a father figure. Yeah, obviously, it's Uncle Ben. I think he knows what he's doing, but I also think that he he's has fun. Yeah. I, I think I, he thinks he's having fun. I think Peter actually enjoys it a little too. I, I, well, it ends up working out for him, so. Sure. True. Insert Peter skateboarding and using new powers montage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this boom, 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 boom. is a garbage scene. Oh, it's so This bad. is the worst fucking thing that's ever happened. Yeah, skateboarding yeah. hasn't been cool in 10 years at this point, minimum. Uh, yeah. Does skateboarding go in and out of Vogue? I don't even know. It has to. Tony Hawk was a thing at one point, and now he's not. So he's still kind of a thing. Is he though? I'm pretty I think sure he makes more money than both of us, and he's like fifty in skateboards. You so. Make that sound so old. <laughs> For a skateboarder, I feel like skateboarding like went out of out of style when Tech Deck went out of style, or something like that. If I couldn't I do agree. a sweet kick flip on my desk, then it was over. I, think, I uh, agree. We're as not soon getting as they stopped selling Tony. Yep, that's it. Tony Hawk video games stopped selling, and they're like, "All right, this is over." Right, and then Xbox said, "I'm going to make scooters. a game called they Skate. It. It's going to be more done. realistic." And everyone. Fuck this game. <laughs> yep. It's not yep. fun. Right. And skateboarding is just stupid now. And now he's, instead of training his powers, he's trying to like, I'm going to ollie over this. Is that an ollie? Is that a, it, what it's called? Uh, and do something. Is that a bike thing? Tarzan swings no. on chains. Oh, he does it like over a paint can. Warehouse. I hate everything <laughs> about this scene. 
This and scene is a, is miserable. Oh, I'm swing on these chains. Uh, right, which is so stupid. I mean, it's good. Uh, hey, no, it's clever <laughs> foreshadowing, right? Because he's going to oh, be Spider-Man no. later. <laughs> this yuck, is yuck, bad. Yuck. Uh, this is just bad. They have the Everything balls. Everything about this is bad. They have the balls to play it to Coldplay, no less. Which is maybe the most... Uh, it has to be ironic choice for a, a badass skating montage. Like, whatever you will about like Coldplay, you like it, you don't. It doesn't sure, fit sure. tonally for like... Go with something punk, like a fucking hat. Right. If you want to go hat, I kind go of agree with, with you. He was song. wearing a Ramon shirt earlier. Why right? would you not... Double you gotta down get Goldfinger in there. You can't and have Coldplay. You can't go. Setup. Come out to meet you. Tell you I'm sorry. <laughs> Do a kickflip and then swing on webs. Well, yeah. Well, that's what, what gave him the idea when he was doing the costume to make the eyes all yellow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. All right, we will. Also, we'll definitely real get there. Quick, real quick, I think we skipped over this basketball scene very, very quickly. But that is sure also did. a garbage, garbage scene. It's a terrible scene. Oh, I wrote awful. down this is the worst scene in this movie thus far. It's so bad. And then yeah. the skateboarding happened, and I rewrote that exact <laughs> note. It's yeah, yeah. It's at era. this point where I'm like, I think it's like every three scenes I hate. <laughs> hey, man, two out of three ain't bad. Meatloaf math. That means you like the movie. Mm, you, meatloaf. You're right. Yeah. Nobody likes your meatloaf. <laughs> I've been making that meatloaf for 23 years. Or not. Anyway. 37. Kevin uh, Smith style. Did you write down John the number? sucking dicks on the way to through the parking lot. <laughs> In a row? <laughs> <laughs> After he's done doing his skateboard tricks, he goes back to Dr. Connor's office where they successfully grow back a mouse leg. Hey. We did it. Flowers Yay. for Algernon style, right? That's not bad <laughs> at all. I have no idea. <laughs> Sick reference. That was too smart a reference for me. Sorry. I got it. It's about a uh, mouse who grows a leg uh, back and then. The, the Always Sunny reference, smart. too. The Flowers for Charlie. Oh, okay. Oh, God, I got that so one. Good. I got that one. <laughs> That's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same sense. mark. <laughs> when Peter gets home, he's in big trouble because he forgot to pick up Aunt May. He and Uncle Ben fight, mm-hmm. and you probably know where this is going. <laughs> Bet it leads to a dead someone. Hmm. Who hmm. might it be? Who could it be? Huh. Brian, Peter storms say, off to buy milk. Your summaries are great. I love this. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> You're a sweetheart. <laughs> Peter storms off to buy milk, as you do. <laughs> but the bodega has a very strict take a penny leave a penny policy so peter is isn't too upset when the place gets robbed no not as not as problem not as priority as he says it right. is the dumbest policy, policy ever you gotta spend yeah. ten dollars to take a penny that's a night shift man i did not understand it i equally would have let uncle ben get killed for that policy <laughs> <laughs> over my chocolate milk but like actual chocolate milk this is the weirdest got milk commercial that's ever existed because Uncle Ben went chasing after Peter when he stormed off, he's now the guy that has to try to stop the runaway thief when the shopkeep yells for help. Uncle Ben gets shot. I like how mm-hmm. the gun gets loose. Uncle Ben actually tries to do the right thing and right. wrestle this boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gotta get the gun it, away from him. It doesn't work out. Nope. Uncle Ben gets shot. Uncle Ben dies. Peter cries. You've seen a Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> we did it. The obligatory <laughs> origin story. We made it. We've done it. We made it through. The important beats, and it's only been 55 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Great movie so far. Minus the skateboarding, minus the flash. Minus skateboarding. I disagree. We're doing great. Yeah. It's it's fine. It's serviceable. I'm actually enjoying myself at this point. We're doing great. I'm bordering on the verge of being done with this movie at this point. Already. On the verge. Okay. By this point, I'm about done. 
Well, you know, I got bad news next. for you. You've seen it yep. six times. We got oh, an I hour know. 16 to go. <laughs> I know. And it keeps going. Does it points. Mm hmm. Peter starts a one man manhunt for Uncle Ben's killer, hunting down any criminal that matches his description. Along the way, he's inspired by a luchador wrestling poster to start wearing a mask. Pretty neat that he lands in that ring That's... and he falls through a ceiling after he fights all these guys. What are the odds? Mm -hmm. As soon as somebody says, I've seen your face, he sees a mask on a wall. It's just, whew. I like it. It's, you it know, works yeah. for me. Not and not too convenient for my taste. It's it works for super me. convenient. And is it in a wrestling ring because the Sam Raimi movies did the bone saw thing? No. no. Bone saw is ready. It too. That's true. With a it is, it is a little wink ding at the, uh, at the comics. Yeah. The Crusher so Hogan this... wrestling comic with him? That's right. Okay. The Hulk Hogan one. I see. Brother. Everyone I knows see. it. Okay. Never any man spider in this one, though. No. Unfortunately. Means no Bruce Campbell. Hmm. All right. Maybe I don't like this movie. That's a shame. <laughs> yeah. He also eventually starts wearing a spandex suit. Let's talk about the suit. All right. Yes. Um, Brian, go first. I don't like it. Brian, go second. I also don't like it. Dave, go third. It's okay at best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At best. I like the mask a lot. I think the mask is actually the worst part. Oh, yeah, no. It never fits him right. The I eyes agree. always look like they're popping off of it. Yeah. All right. He looks like a weird gray <laughs> alien or something. The eyes are so not right. And the yeah. weird dark tint. Uh, uh. Can we at least show a little appreciation that he made his own wrist web thing? Yes, I Finally, will. I'm okay there? with that. I'm actually very happy about that. Apparently, there was like a meeting, and they, they called in Brian Michael Bendis, and they were like, so, uh, organic webs or mechanical? And he said, mechanical, and half the room went, shit. <laughs> now, the real question. He was the deciding vote, apparently. I understand wow. that, but Stan Lee's an executive director, and oh, he might have created Spider-Man. How about that? Maybe. Why not just ask him? <laughs> right? He was literally on set one day. He's probably sitting there I guess at that point, you probably going, already. Stan, what do you want to do with the, the webs? Excelsior! <laughs> no, Stan, we need we need an answer. We need an answer. Fuck Steve Ditko! Boom. Stan, there it is. Get Bendis in here. This we can't do this. <laughs> We're getting nowhere with this man. Your Mr. Bean impression is way closer than your than your Stanley impression. You're right. Apologies to the Holy Family. Bruce Lee? Yep. What about Brandon Lee? I don't apologize. No. Check your guns. <laughs> Brandon, when you're on set. You got folks. Check your guns. No. Why would you have anything like that fires? That's ridiculous. So the police, led by Captain George Stacy, Dennis Leary, are not too pleased with this new vigilante and call for his arrest. Dennis Leary is pretty good Captain Stacy. Dennis Leary is a very good for being Captain Stacy. For being an asshole. A-S-S-H-O-L-E. -S -S <laughs> uh, also, this is his first movie in, like, what, 10 years? Right, since Small I Soldiers. I didn't even look it up. Since who, whatever he did before. Oh, my God, is he in that? Small soldiers, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I was obsessed with the movie as a kid, and I don't remember it's a great any movie. of it. Gorgons. Gorgons. That's all That's, I remember. It was, uh, it was, it was the, the DC ref. Toy Story. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Super? Can we talk about them? Are they super? Can we talk about them? Please. Um, Please, can we talk about them? We can definitely talk about them on Patreon. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ratha, you know, the bad guy, he tells Dr. Connors that they need to start human trials with the limb regeneration formula. <laughs> But Dr. Connors is like, no way, dude. But Dr. Ratha is like, yeah, we're bringing you to the Veterans Hospital right now. Also, you're fired. I like how Norman Osborn is a character in this movie. But not. But not. Uh, it is very cool the way they did that. Ominous. Disagree. I hate it. I like it a lot. I hate it. It's needless and it adds nothing. 
And by the second movie, it's clear they had nowhere they were going with this. Or but it was going to be doesn't matter about this. Far- the second movie doesn't matter because my it argument does. is that I'm going to go back to the comics on this one. Uh, yeah. Go back to the comics because in the comics, when Peter's in high school, Harry Osborn is not a thing. Gwen Stacy's not a thing either. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Osborn's not a thing yet. Oscorp obviously exists outside sure. of sure. this. And Oscorp only really exists in the comics when Harry becomes a thing. So sure. it doesn't Harry uh, Norman Osborne. There's so many Osborns. There's two. Sorry. It's, <laughs> it's too many. It's, <laughs> it's, too, it's too many. Why can't too... they just pull through the same character eventually, Green Goblin? Many. But <laughs> <laughs> I like how Norman Osborne exists in the world, but not in this story. I think that's kind of a fun touch. The thing I really like about it is I can still picture him as Willem Dafoe. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yes. I would I would too if it was just simple they work at Oscorp and that's it. Like small touches that don't take away yeah, but like, like that Norman Osborne is kind of pivotal in calling the shots off screen and we have to pay that with like screen time and and script like that could be better served like fleshing out character relationships and not making it so like force that uh peter and gwen ultimately get together or that uncle ben dies and i'm just laughing uncle ben you know? died <laughs> yeah that happened <laughs> so you're saying now this is a weird thing you wanted the character development of the characters we saw instead of the world building of yes what they were hoping yes. was going to be a universe yeah okay yes yes i think the world building that checks is out. completely needless and adds nothing here so instead, we get point, a bunch of world premature. building and then a bunch of half-ass characters. But are well, you saying that knowing that this went? No, I I would say because that we fucked up too hard the, the second time. I, after okay. after seeing it the first time in theaters, I had issues with it this way. I was like, that Fair. feels like it's missing a lot of the heart and character from the Raimi movies, and I can't put my finger on it. And I sat and then thought, and it came to me. I was like, yeah, uh, there's just too much being serviced. Much like you guys yeah. talked about with the Age of Ultron episode, too many things are being serviced. It it it. Uh, it's just not, how dare you? Yeah, how dare you use our words against us? I will use <laughs> your words against you. I think it's this happening is, here. This is doing the world building of an Iron Man two without having an Iron oh, Man before it. That's right, very good too. Mm-hmm. Boom, that's Iron Man two secret workhorse of the mm-hmm. MCU. Mm-hmm. It's what? It's the secret workhorse. Iron Man two is the secret workhorse of the MCU. It is the most mm. world building and the most MCU building that there is in any movie that there has been. I it's amazing. It does a lot. If for not being a good movie, it's amazing. <laughs> okay. Qualifying it that way, yes. <laughs> especially there it is. Especially yes. how early it came. We should have had John Fireman too and just gone, Iron Man too. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> then we wouldn't have had to talk about it. I've got thoughts. <laughs> Though I will tell you, Dave, I am I'm in full agreement with you on Iron Man three. It's the best Iron Man it's movie? It's easily the For best For sure. One. Fucking it's... loved it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. It's in my top five Marvel movies. I love Iron Man That's that far. way too high, but <laughs> I it's disagree. a very good movie. It's I disagree. very good Iron Man. I love it. <laughs> so obviously, Dr. Connors, having just been fired and knowing that his serum is on the way to be tested on veterans, injects himself with it. As you do. <laughs> yep. That's the next move, obviously. <laughs> then he wakes up with a slimy new arm. Yeah. Yep. Not Tim Roth wakes up. New arm. New arm. And he's like, you know what I need to do? Get in a cab and chase down the bad guy. <laughs> and then transform in the back seat into a giant lizard monster that looks like a Goomba. And let's talk about that scene for a hot second. Okay. Because I did it. Oh. Yeah. 
when the, the cab is all sorts of crashed yeah. at that barrier and you see the sure. bridge in the background, uh, this guy. That was all you. Yeah. That cab was brought in on a lift and all over it was, do not touch. This cab will make you bleed your own blood. <laughs> <laughs> and this is one of the scariest moments I ever had on set. That's the Williamsburg Bridge in the background. To mm-hmm. get there, you had to go about 10 blocks up and then drive through a park in order to get underneath it. And we had to light the entire bridge from underneath the bridge in order oh, to wow. give it that look because we shot it at night. Right. And I'm sitting there in my Subaru Outback underneath the bridge <laughs> for hours as they rigged up all these lifts and all this stuff. And then they all left and went home because they're union and I wasn't. So I oh, stayed no. and had to watch the equipment and all that stuff. <laughs> And sometimes when that happens, you listen to the radio for a little too long and your car doesn't start. Oh, no. (laughs) Underneath the Williamsburg Bridge. Underneath the Williamsburg Bridge (laughs) in a spot that says, hey, don't fucking come here. (laughs) Don't come beyond this gate. And we're beyond the gate with permission. Yeah, but my super outback, uh, I don't know, man. (laughs) It's not where it's intended to be. Yeah, I had to leave the thing sitting for hours in order to get to start again. It was the scariest moment of my life of how the hell do I get this thing out of here? I, they're not going to bring a tow truck on a pedestrian path. This is embarrassing. <laughs> Perfect. You want to know the other two things I did? Because we went past them. Wait, yeah, so, sure. Let's hear them. What happened? The other two things I, oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, I got I got out, clearly. I got out of that underbridge situation. I okay. All right. The Easy other two enough. things that I did on this movie in the reshoots was I did a thing that's called plating shots. And it was just me and three other people from L.A. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And... It was the longest, well, second longest day I ever worked. I'll tell the Wolf of Wall Street story in another episode. (laughs) (laughs) I had to be in one of the buildings downtown. It's right next to Freedom Tower at around 3 a.m. Because we wanted to set up sunrise shots looking at Midtown. Okay. We get up to the top of this building. When you looked up, Freedom Tower is only like 10 stories above it still being built and not even close to being done. This is 2011, November Mm -hmm. 2011. We get on this building. These guys instantly... No fear. They jump over the edge into the bucket because every building has a bucket so you can wash the windows and stuff. And they asked me if I wanted to go on. And I looked and said, fuck no. I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> Absolutely We're not. way too high up. And he had a, like a, a, a still camera. And all he did was had a piece of wood that he made himself. And he would just go around taking pictures of every possible angle he can get in order to build a three-dimensional image, if you will. Yeah. Hmm. And the sunrise shot, when I saw it in the movie, I didn't know it existed was when Peter is learning his powers and he's doing the handstand on the building oh, yeah. with everything in the background. Oh, wow. Uh, Terrifying. Oh, okay. That's insane. Terrifying to be up <laughs> that high, but it was super cool to watch a sunrise on oh, I bet. Midtown. That's pretty cool. Fast forward, we did the hmm. whole, that day, it was just all one day. Fast forward, we did the whole doorman thing. Yada, yada, I'm taller than you. We know how it goes. Yep. Emma Stone, bang, bang. <laughs> 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 that night, I had to do plating shots with these guys again who had slept and I hadn't. 101 Park Ave, and we had to do, I'm going to post all these pictures because I have them all on this one. We did the sunset shots, and they made the building look like kind of MetLife. And it was when Peter was first, the first shot you see of him in the costume. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And he gets onto the roof, and the Empire State Building sitting alone in the background uh-huh. on the building with these guys as we did the plating shots for all that stuff. So it's like, those are kind of yeah. Those are big scenes. Big scenes for almost nothing in reshoots. Like, had you guys not realized you needed this stuff? <laughs> Seems like pretty important stuff. Legitimately, if you my favorite day I ever worked on a set. Establish yourself mm-hmm. in New York. You should yeah. probably have those shots. 
the best I ever worked on a set. Most I ever learned. It was the best. I absolutely loved it. That's cool. So I'm jealous. It was neato. Good job. Neato. I've got a question. When you're still doing... taller than Andrew Garfield, <laughs> that should be on your. You should have a calling card with that it's on, on my, it. It is on my business card. Fantastic. <laughs> it says. That's it. That's all you need. No, no number, no contact, nothing. Just how well, much just taller contact the guy who's taller are. than Andrew Garfield. There you go. Two are. inches. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a question. When you're when you're doing these scenes, how much do you know about the scene you're shooting? So when you're doing those plating shots, do they tell you where it's going to be at in the movie? Like uh, this is no. going to be in a scene where Spider Man's standing in front of it. Blah 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 blah. Or, no or you idea. have no idea. They just say, get this had shot. No, yeah, we had no idea. All we knew was that we needed these shots, and the way you have to shoot them is very specific because you have to capture individual images in order to build this three-dimensionally in hmm. the green screen. And it's okay. kind of like the same way that it was done on 30 Rock. I didn't uh, do any of – I worked on season six of 30 Rock, so this thing was insanely established already. But Jack Donaghy's office in that thing, in the background, you see New York City out there. And obviously, you don't see New York City. It's all, it's all, yeah, it's called a cyclorama. Mm. So it's like Peter Parker could have skateboarded up the set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stupid coming of age. I fucking hate that scene. <laughs> but when I talked to the location manager on Thirty Rocks, I was very close to them. Obviously, fucking hired me. He said that he had to go into Thirty Rock itself and take photos in this style of different floors in oh, order wow. to get the right floor for the show. That's crazy. Yes. So it's all kind of done the same way where you need a certain amount of still frames in order to create what you see. You can't do it, obviously, in a one shot. Right. It doesn't work that way. Right. And then, obviously, people hell of a lot more talented than any of us in this room put it all together and movie magic. Well, you say that, but you've not seen my movies. (laughs) I don't know why I did the evil laugh at the end. (laughs) Let's, Let's not analyze that. Let's move forward. <laughs> I watched your I watched Those your movies, movies on RedTube. They were hey. great. Your cinematography oh. is wonderful. Thank you. You know a lot of movies on RedTube shockingly don't care about cinematography. You should talk to Dave Novak, Ginger Soul himself. <laughs> should He's obsessed. I? I don't think no. I need to. With porn cinematography? You're going to you're have to wash your hands for a week if you do that. I Coronavirus don't. is nothing on what Dave <laughs> Novak is probably carrying. <laughs> Okay, I don't think I need to talk to this guy. I'm good. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Where were we? Peter's at dinner with Gwen's family. They're eating Branzino, which is totally the meal I'd invite somebody over for. It's a good litmus test. Branzino. It's such an odd choice for a meal to have. What an odd choice. Such a strange... Especially to be like, hey, we're having Branzino later. You want to come over? Answer. It's only there for the scales. (laughs) It'd It'd be like, hey, pizza... You want to come over? Absolutely. Yeah, but Branzino. Emma Stone, man. If Emma Stone asked you, Brian, yeah, you want Branzino? Oh, we're, we're, you want to come over later? We're eating trash. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> we're just gonna dig up whatever we can find and eat it. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. What time? I'll be 15 minutes early. Look at you. At this point in my life, triples. I don't. I don't need to eat trash. I'd be like, I'm good. Thanks. Sorry, Emma Stone. I'm an old man. This is a young man's game. I'm not going to eat trash. Sorry. It's not a young man's game. They're playing teenagers, but they are 30. 30? That's true. Sorry, Emma Stone. <laughs> Who do you think look more teenage-like? This grouping of Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone, or Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst? These two. This movie, definitely. Yeah. They God look more damn. 30? 
Oh no 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 no! Oh, you're saying these guys? They look younger. Got closer. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, right. these were more on. Yeah, Toby McGuire is not even a successful looking thirty something year old man. Let alone <laughs> right? a he's like fifty something now. Something. I don't think that's true, but you could. But he looked like it me. then. I you know. <laughs> In the Cider House rules, I could have sworn he was 50. Ah, that's Look just at this me. 45-year-old Spider-Man. Pizza time. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they used they used about 90 Branzinos, according to the food ah, stylist Jack White. That's too many. That's so many Branzinos for one scene. Also, I got taken right out of it in this scene because the one kid, one of, uh, one of Gwen Stacy's brothers, is definitely the kid from the Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, I put that down, too. I have never the seen that. Now I feel out of place. Uh, brother. Right out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, where do I know him from? And I couldn't get back into the movie until I IMDb'd it. Yep. I immediately, <laughs> I was like, Mark oh, Webb doesn't know what he's doing. Does not direct the movie. <laughs> right? He should have known that the kid was going to blow up and distract everyone. He should have. What a rookie move. This is, this is why you don't get indie people for your big budget movies. Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Spider-Man. What do you think? I would have loved I'd it. I'd watch it. All right. We're on the same page. Carry on. <laughs> Peter and Captain <laughs> Stacy get in an argument about whether or not Spider-Man is a criminal or not. Peter tells Gwen who he is. You know, Spider-Man. I loved it. I absolutely no. love him telling her who he is. I've I think been it bitten. changes. It changed. I'd hated that line. But I, <laughs> it changes dynamic. Oh, it's totally different from the comics. And I love that. Because in the comics, Captain Stacy knew and Gwen didn't. Right. Uh, I absolutely adore that part of this story. Yeah. I think it's so great that you finally change dynamic that someone else knows. Mm. I'm fine and it's someone with on the that. inside. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk about the dinner table scene, which I hated. No, it's garbage. Let's skip over it. Really? Never, never ever okay. look back. All right. Then let's talk about this line. I have been bitten. So have I. Uh, so let's have move I. on from that also. It's, it's horrible. It's, just it's terrible. It's as almost as bad as with great power comes great responsibility in the first Spider-Man movie. <laughs> what? That line serves no purpose to that movie. Watch it again. It happens before he has his powers, and no one knows uh, anything. It's all right, silly. Regardless, it is nowhere near as cheesy f- the ham If you're going to bring up the voicemail. Uh, don't bring uh, up the voicemail uh, right now. Okay. We'll get there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Let's the same page. Good. Let's rein it back in. Okay. So Peter and Captain Stacy both have to leave because there's a big monster on the Williamsburg Bridge. <laughs> Dr. Goomba is throwing cars off the bridge, <laughs> trying to get to Dr. Ratha who doesn't realize his car has doors on both sides. Have you ever wanted to see Dennis Hopper, badly here, just go, monkey, right out of Super Mario? I would, uh, I would probably yes. love that. Be great. I, that if, that if, if this, this movie was that movie self-aware. <laughs> also, well, that makes any movie better. I will say, I took note. You could, you could slap that into Citizen Kane and people would be like, masterpiece. <laughs> Fucking masterpiece. That Orson Welles. They said it couldn't be made better, but <laughs> there it uh. is. That's a bold statement. Very bold. <laughs> uh, at this point, this bridge set piece, this is one hour and 13 minutes into the movie. Yeah, we got an hour to go. Yeah, there's still a whole hour. This, oh, my God. This there's is our first hour. real set piece, and we are an hour and 13 minutes into the I'm movie. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. I'm not when the first 50 the minutes is rehashing It's a lot of establishment. already yeah. know. We got Branzino. We got <laughs> other. We got Dead Uncle Ben. We got we kick got flips. Bitten. Let's do it. This is great. All right. Spider-Man is suspending cars with his web. He's got to save a kid from the only car that lights on fire, which allows Dr. Goom to get away. And I imagine he probably murdered Dr. Ratha. I don't know. They don't really. Who cares? He's probably dead. Who cares? Because he couldn't get out of his car because he was trying the side that was against the wall and not the other side, which also has a door. Real dumb, dumb move. 
Peter goes to talk to Dr. Connors about Lizard's weaknesses because he knows that he's a lizard expert but can't put two and two together, that he's the lizard. But Dr. Connors is acting weird and erratic because he's the lizard. Oh, How about and, that? And, all right, the information he asks here is stupid shit information. Like, these are dumb questions. These are stupid questions. How would you questions. kill a lizard? How, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How would you hunt uh, a Do reptile? lizards not like fire? <laughs> Motherfucker, you are like the millennial Spider-Man. You have a phone. Google the answer. Why are you talking to the scientist and wasting his time? And not to mention, if you're being like Detective Spider-Man, being all stealthy, what are you doing here? He's not being stealthy. He There's doesn't put on a hat or a hood or anything. He is. He's being fucking stupid. He's being real <laughs> yes. stupid. This is a movie where a bunch of people do a lot of stupid things, and I feel bad for nobody. <laughs> this is a kid who can invent web slingers. Yeah. But then has to go, do lizards <laughs> like fire? <laughs> Right. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go to the guy I, who knows the most about lizards that I know, Steve Irwin, uh, <laughs> the oh. lizard hunter, Steve Irwin, <laughs> the lizard hunter. <laughs> How great would that have been? That would have been phenomenal. Yeah. What a tie-in. If only the death hadn't happened. <sighs> Doctor Connor shoes Peter away as he's leaving his lab, but Peter sees that the three-legged mouse from before is now a big old cannibal rat lizard, and he yeah. puts two and two together. Oh my finally. god. This is bad. Okay, I'm coming around in this movie. This is bad. <laughs> Deus Ex Machina. This is bullshit. This is bullshit Ooh! screenwriting. Bullshit. Guys, this, movie, this movie might not be good. Maybe not. I oh, mean, no! We have time. We have time. It might redeem yeah. itself. No. I got my I got my check. We're good. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I can talk badly. You're good. The South, South Koreans and North Koreans. One of the Koreans has my information. They're not listening to this episode. We're good. We Probably can talk not. about all this stuff. Well, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man goes into the sewers to find the lizard. There's a cool thing he does with a spider web that I really liked, actually. Chills. Yes. Where he just, he, he sets up the web, he hangs out, and he waits for vibrations. And in this true Peter Parker fashion, so he sets smart. up cameras. He yeah. sets up cameras to get pictures because there was literally a single shot earlier. That is Jaggle, Jelly true Beagle Peter Parker like, fashion. Hey, hey, we mm-hmm. will, we'll give you a reward if you get pictures of this monster guy. Can I tell you something that's stupid? Planting seeds for sequels. Paused it. I read yeah. the whole news article. Oh, did you? On the paper? Yeah. Guess what's in there? What's on there? Fucking nothing. It actually talks about the movie. Oh. Who doesn't use that chance to talk about something cool? Yeah, you To kind of make a wink. Put some kind of fun little bit to in anything there. anything about that. Some kind of asshole had to actually write up an actual article yeah. about the events of this movie. Yes. You could even have made like a little joking reference to 500 Days of Summer and talk about like yeah. those two yeah. characters or something. Anything. It's a great movie. I want to put also, that out there. It is a good movie. I like All right. Movie. Getting back to the not great movie. Who, what, why is Peter Parker going to leave his name on his camera and then leave it there with oh, a flash going off? Because you lose things. Because he's a big old dum-dum. But he's not! <laughs> well, now he is. He's, he's very stupid. <laughs> he wasn't, he's now he is. He's never invented anything. This is he it. hasn't figured out any kind of algorithms or Let's anything Let's get through like this that. movie. Let's get through this movie. It's great. This movie's fucking, okay. Spider-Man and Lizard fight in the sewers, and it's brutal. Yep. Yeah, Spidey okay. gets away, but Dr. Connor sees the property of Peter Parker sticker on his camera. I'm going to get that Petey boy. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. So I'm going to go to his school, because definitely after you fight a lizard, you go to Let's school. Let's talk about the school. It's awesome. The school is really neat. That's a great fight scene. Agreed. It great is a lot of fun. All around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Huge fan 100%. of that set piece. Yeah. We I also no get a, a librarian in that set yes. piece. Yes. We do get a librarian in that set piece, and it's not Steve Ditko. It is Stan the Man. Now, Ryan. Yes. There's a lot of Stan Lees in this universe. There are. Yeah, with all the cameos. 
we typically ask Thanos style, did this stand get snapped? Because half of them got to go. Half of them got to go. Do you think this one got snapped? No. I agree. No. I, I agree too. I do not think this, this is, one got snapped. Yeah. Everybody got cameos. snapped around him and he still got those headphones on, just grooving exactly. around. This yeah. is a carefree, but definitely yeah. has like the luck superpower, Stanley, and mm-hmm. he's just going to keep on keeping on. I love this, Stanley. This is one of my favorite cameos. He probably didn't even notice when everybody got snapped. He was just listening to his headphones and probably mm-hmm. in, up mm-hmm. in there. Just yeah. doesn't care. Waiting for the next song just to come on. Filing his Dewey Decimals. The best. <laughs> We love you, Stan. We love you when you live. The bad stands, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> There's bad stands out there. <laughs> they Peter sends Gwen to Oscorp to make the antidote for the lizard formula. Because science. Because hey, <sighs> I know science. You work at Oscorp. Go make the you antidote. You know science. We have Just science. Use together. these numbers. Right. This is Use where we this start number here. To... Here's the code. To Dial the antidote. 1-800 antidote on this system that's going to talk out loud while the villain's in the room. Right. If there was a 1-800 antidote, I would not be surprised because this is where the movie gets into some really silly shit. It starts really phoning it in. It's great. This movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm on, a, I'm on fire tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. So the yeah. police show up to the school because there's a Spider-Man and a Lizard Man fighting inside. Dr. Connors escapes through the sewers, also headed to Oscorp to use the cloud generating machine from earlier in the movie. That is a thing. Yeah. To infect. Why establish if you're not going to use it? All of Manhattan with the lizard serum. Yes. All this. On the way, he'll use some of that on the, on the cops, and, <laughs> and they'll conveniently remain incapacitated for the rest of the movie. Yeah, as lizards, though. Right. Incapacitated lizards. Incapacitated lizards. They're not going to fight Spider Man or anything. They're right. Just it's be... kind of like Harvey Weinstein now. He's kind of a slimy little reptile <laughs> who can't Inca- fucking move <laughs> because of his back and also because of jail. Can't even make words. Yeah. An incapacitated right. lizard. Fuck Harvey. <laughs> Carry on. The police are now trying to stop Dr. Connors and Spider Man. So while Spidey's trying to chase down the bad guy, he totally gets tased. Captain Stacy finds out he's Peter, and Peter's all like, that lizard dude is headed to Oscorp right now, and that's where Gwen is, so you gotta let me go. Right, and then guy who saved who saved the kid earlier, he's just like, <laughs> right, I work on right. cranes, let's make all these cranes <laughs> together, and let me let me fire down the middle of this uh, one street. My legs shot, but my fucking webs still work. Spider-Man doesn't make any fucking sense. Also, by this point, how many people have seen Peter Parker without his mask on as Spider-Man? There's, there's no point to this secret facade anymore. He may as well just be yeah, the Kevin amazing like, Andrew Garfield. The amazing Small, Andrew Garfield, exactly. Than Dave. That's the, the, the byline. Shorter, <laughs> shorter. Shorter, oh. Shorter. Never I like smaller. Pants. Smaller implies something. I got to imagine he's got to be packing if you got Emma Stone. I got to imagine. Uh, maybe. <laughs> no That's disrespect Shallow. to me, but <laughs> Emma Stone notoriously wants the, the big D. Is that a thing? Should that... have been a tall D. That's where I went wrong. Yep. Yeah. Where's no, you, you were just D for <laughs> Dave. Fact right, wrong this? adjective. Uh, wrong is adjective. This, is this somewhere? <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. It's just on Emma's trust no. oh. Wikipedia page. I'm sorry. Do you mean Dickopedia? Size queen. Who knew? Dickopedia. Dickopedia. Yep. Uh, we're all on fire. <laughs> So the kid that Spidey saved earlier from the suspended car on fire stunt has a dad, and the dad is a crane operator. So he gets all his crane buddies to line up their cranes and help Spider-Man get to Oscorp faster. <laughs> this is the only time in the history of Spider-Man that we're told we need to consider exactly where Spidey's swinging from. Yep. Correct. The drama. Yep. How about that? <laughs> Completely needless. There were buildings. Uh, not wrong! It's, it's there nice. were buildings that he on either side that he swung it. down a thousand yeah. times before. It's downtown Manhattan. I'm sure he'll find something to swing from. Yep. But he couldn't because of his leg. It was shot. Yeah, the oh, asshole right. himself, Dennis Leary, also knows who he is now. Let's carry on. Let's just get yeah, through yeah, this yeah. thing. 
So he gets the Oscorp. Lizard has already retrieved the cloud machine thing and climbed up to the roof. Gwen has gotten out with the antidote, which she gives to her dad, who maybe took a second less than Spider-Man to arrive on the scene, and he didn't even have cranes. Right. No cranes. No cranes at all. So Spider-Man and Lizard are fighting. They're just fighting. And uh, it seems like Spidey's outmatched, but here comes Dennis Leary with a shotgun. That's all you need. Thanks to some roof-mounted liquid nitrogen, like everyone has, Captain Stacy is able to keep the lizard at bay while Spidey goes and swaps the lizard serum with the antidote in the cloud machine. First of all. Yeah. I don't know how Dennis Leary got there because he does drive very slow in the ultra fast lane <laughs> while the people behind him are going, are going insane. He's an SOYO. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. This, uh, this nope. may not be good. <laughs> so while Spidey's up on the roof doing his thing, Captain Stacy gets murked by the lizard, just totally stabbed right through the chest with the whole claw. Yep, we saw the claws come out the other side. Yeah. That's usually bad. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the good thing is you could deliver. <laughs> meaningful dialogue. He's still got time that. to get off a, a last request. Uh, the lizard goes oh, after Spider-Man. God. The cloud machine goes off. Dr. Connors and the random cops in the street he sprayed earlier are cured. And then they fall, and Dr. Connors saves Spider-Man. Do you realize that if like a cop was under an overhang, he wouldn't have been cured? Because the don't want to land That's true. Him. That's true. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so That's, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the gutters. Yeah. I'm the lizard forever. Oh, no. <laughs> Why was I underneath this marquee? I shouldn't have gone into that bodega as a Man. lizard. So Captain Stacy makes Peter promise not to date Gwen to keep her safe. Right, and then he promptly dies. And then he, promises and then off the fucking board. Croaks right there. Uh, Peter, is real a, life. Is that a reptile joke? Uh, it wasn't because they're amphibians. <laughs> You're right. I know about as much about uh, the animal kingdom as Mark Webb knows about Spider-Man. His last name is Webb. That's okay, Dave. I was excited. I thought it was going to land too. I was like, oh my God, it wasn't a dog. Nope. Oh, wait, no. Nope. We got uh, scientist Brian here. Brian works at Oscorp. This isn't fair. Uh, All the science people. Biologist Brian. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so Peter goes and real life ghosts Gwen, the ghost spider. Hmm. Hmm. She comes to his door after her father's funeral and cries at him. And Peter breaks up with her. And he's like, instead of just like explaining the situation, he's like, nah, we can't do this. Right. But then she's like, my dad told you not to, huh? I like that, And he though. just stands I there. I like that, though. Well, I mean, yeah, it means like, no. lucky her, she knows her dad. Yeah, but Gwen's no dummy. She's never been a dummy in this whole movie. That's true. That's true. So they ignore each other for a hot minute. You know, a sexy 60. <laughs> sexy 60. Until Peter is late for class sexy. and says, I'm sorry, I promise I'll never be late. And the teacher's like, don't make promises you can't keep. And then he whispers to Gwen, but those are the best kind. And Emma Stone. And oh, all them. All let them me tell you, uh, I've never seen anyone more happy to hear that somebody's going to deliberately disobey their father's dying wish. Yep. Pretty great. And then we get a CGI swing fest, which is the only way to end a Spider-Man movie. Of course. And then we get a mid credit scene. Which Another is unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. The movies. And there's something about, hey, don't tell the kid about it's the a, father. It's a it's shadowy prison. Not Tim Roth. Shadowy prison figure is like, hey, Dr. Connors, did you tell Peter about his father? And it's way too cryptic and does not get me excited about this sequel at nope. all. Nope. That's the Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing. 2012. <laughs> we did it. Guys, this might not be good. What makes you say that? All that. All, <laughs> all the... Listen back. Well, look. Hit the rewind button. I can write one of these about any movie, and it'll sound bad. (laughs) Uh, That's my gift. (laughs) (laughs) I can belittle any movie. What a glorious gift. Things I liked. I like 
Uh, oh, boy. I like how this is all set up. I like that this Peter Parker here has a backstory, mm-hmm. because I feel like we don't get enough of that usually. Right. We it kind sets of up dive, Peter dive in like in media res in his life, and I like how we get the full life. We get Peter backstory Parker. on Peter instead of just backstory on Spider-Man. Right. I don't mind that it takes 55 minutes to get to Spider-Man. We've gone longer before seeing Hero. I'll say Batman Begins is yeah. really, really good, and we go just about as long to get to a Batman. Right. So- Get the fuck over I, I will yeah. counter. I will counter. And I will say I wouldn't mind if they leaned more into the parent stuff in his history instead of going over the same beats we just went over in the Raimi movies with Aunt May and Uncle Don't Ben. Don't connect the story to the Raimi I, movies doing because it, this is a direct reboot. This is a direct reboot, but we are... I. All right, you sure you don't connect them, but Story-wise, I think it is easy to say a large part of the audience that had seen Amazing Spider-Man yeah. in theaters had seen the Raimi well, movies because they only they only ended five years yeah, earlier. A lot five of years the same thing. We're five years removed from the Raimi, yeah. massive box office everything. Yeah. yeah, and then you say reboot. Let's do this. Avi Arad, Avi yeah. Arad's probably still jerking off, going, "Oh man, I'm well, I well, I don't know." I will say I don't believe a reboot should happen unless you have a unique vision to bring to it or something to say. So I feel a lot of the elements in uh, Amazing Spider-Man regarding Aunt Aunt May and Uncle Ben, I really, I don't feel do anything different enough to warrant being in I agree on that I do like that they brought in the spy parents, but then they don't do enough with it. it. They tease it and then go right into like the traditional Peter Parker stuff. And then they have like a tease with a briefcase and then the tease at the end. And then that's it. You're absolutely right. I think we also have the disservice of knowing what happens in Amazing Spider-Man 2 and that the parents aren't really dead because they do kill them off in the beginning of this movie. They do, but there's also an alternate ending to this movie. That has the father alive uh, and he right. vis- him visiting Peter at the cemetery and it's a whole fucking disaster. That's why Ew. it's an alternate. Yeah, but you shouldn't <laughs> film that if you yeah. actually know what you want to do with your story. That's true. I could say this stuff. My checks well, yeah, cashed for yeah, Sony. Yeah. I'm but they also, yeah. they also were setting it up when they killed him off as like, oh, it's mysterious. Correct. So I like what they did with Peter, especially. Yes. I don't care too much about the parents. I think you're absolutely right that they should have done more with the parents. Uncle Ben and Aunt May, I really like in this movie. I think Aunt May, I wish she'd become more batty like she was in the comics. She's never been batty. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is kind of her origin story, though. Sort of. I think that maybe she gets the whole, like, my husband's dead. Shit. Now I got to go a little wild here. Maybe. And bury a Doc Ock eventually. But I feel like this Uncle Ben is terrific. But I kind of like where Peter's coming from because Peter is an awkward teenager. He gets his powers. He's not popular, but he sort of is popular the whole time. Yeah, that's where I disconnect with this Peter. But it's the same Peter from the comics in my mind. Mm -hmm. I think this Peter's a little more stuttery than any other Peter that's existed. And he's a little more socially awkward. But it also, it's because it plays out in a film in 24 frames per second instead of seeing a panel. Yeah, but I feel like that's... that. that I liked Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker better. Because you like watching wood on screen. I agree. No, because I think he was more true to the, the... character I think he's more charismatic no on screen in general he's more warming to watch but I don't think he's he's more Peter Parker isn't supposed to be you think so well it's because it's because when you see Tobey Maguire with muscles you go that's not real that doesn't feel real exactly that I agree with you there which is why I like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man better okay so we're 
Yep, so we're I having agree. right now we're having a Batman Bruce Wayne conversation with Ben Affleck because yeah, basically Brian has said that Ben Affleck is not a good Batman, but he's a terrific Bruce Wayne. Yes. And I completely agree with you there. Yep. So you're saying that Andrew Garfield is a bad Peter Parker, but he's a good Spider-Man. Yes. I think in the carjacking scene in this thing. I agree. Where P- uh, oh, Spider-Man yeah. is sitting in the back seat when this guy breaks in. Are you a cop? I think it is one of the best <laughs> scenes in this movie. And we skipped over it we because did. it happens and this movie's real fucking and long. And it's inconsequential to the plot. Right. It is the most Spider-Man yep. we've ever seen. Where he's getting real quippy with this guy as he's slinging webs. And he dives on the guy and yells crotch. And I think that's terrific. <laughs> yep. But. That's fun. Uh, to this point, I agree. In the movies, this was, yeah, yeah. this was the most Spider-Man we had gotten. Up to 2012. Or we had okay. received, yeah. <laughs> All right. I agree. This is a weird agreement. I, I like it. Don't, I'm with Brian. I don't buy Andrew Garfield. I think what he does as the nerdy Peter Parker is the same as, like, Rachel Lee Cook being the ugly girl. <laughs> on yeah, not for a fucking second. It, it just doesn't work. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes is a website. It is a website. How do you think people, how do you think critics felt about this? Critics? They're mm. almost in line with the audience on this one. Probably um, 70s. High 60s. 70s is right. 73% for okay. critics. Critics might be slightly lower than the it's audience. So. slightly lower because it's 77 for the audience. Yeah. So it is slightly lower. But yeah. Roger Ebert did yeah. see this movie. This was the last Marvel movie he saw. Yeah. Then he did the old Uncle Benson oh, treatment. and That's sad. And he croaked. What a way to <laughs> that go. That was a reptile joke. Reptile joke. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He gave this thing 3.5 out of 4. <laughs> that's high. He loved it. There wasn't even any super sex in it. No, I'm surprised at that. There was some believable making out. I'm going to cherry pick this thing because he said a whole lot about okay. this movie. He says, we live in an age of speed up, which may explain why the Spider-Man franchise feels the need for a reboot only 10 years after its first film and five years after its most recent. In its broad strokes, The Amazing Spider-Man is a remake of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, but it's not the broad strokes we care about. This is a more thoughtful film, and its action scenes are easier to follow in space and time. I can buy that. I mm-hmm, think the action scenes mm-hmm. might be a little bit easier to follow. Uh, yeah, but I would not do a disservice to the action scenes in the Raimi I Spider-Man agree. movie. I, agree. Which are I think some I think of the like best. the respectable part about these action scenes is that a lot of them are practical. Yeah, and it's because that's why Mark. Do you Mark know what drove me crazy I'm call Mark though? Whip. The part that drove me yeah. crazy were the CGI first-person perspective swinging. Why did it drive you crazy? I kind of enjoyed I liked that it a because lot. at least it felt Ugh. different. It from felt the like Raimi a video stuff. game. Yeah, I liked it. You love the Spider-Man video. Game. Agreed, I do. And watching this different. movie, I wanted to play the game more than I wanted to watch the movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Sony wins. Guess what? It's on Sony. Boom! Systems. We did yeah. it. Win. Ebert also <laughs> says Garfield's take on Spidey is sometimes a few strands short of the web. He's not above show-off stunts yep. in high school and takes chances with his newfound superpowers. This is the first Spider-Man who can leap off a skyscraper and make us wonder if he has a plan in mind. Hmm. I don't necessarily no? agree with that. Why not? Because I, I think, again, that does maybe a little bit of a disservice to the work done in the Raimi movies. I, I don't disagree with what he's saying here. Uh, they do play Garfield very reckless Aloof, with his powers. Yeah, they really but do. But in a way that I thought was like kind of annoying after a while, because it's like... They just start making a joke of, like, what is he going to break with his super strength now? <laughs> to, like, by the time he breaks the third piece of sports equipment, you're like, all right, yeah. all right we get it. He's strong. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. But he's also sleepy in that the scene. He's also really sleepy, and I but get like, it. <laughs> in which scene? When he, when he started breaking what, uh, handles off of things. It was just all handles, really. Okay. 
Anything that turned, he broke. I was talking about, like, when he throws the ball into, like, the field goal and bends and breaks it, or, like, the basketball oh, yeah. goal. Basketball he goal. He breaks everything in this movie. He doesn't fucking learn. That's right. <laughs> You're from Indiana. Hoosiers is a movie. You need to not say basketball goal. Gene Hackman's going to come find you and destroy you. <laughs> But you're right. Uh, yeah, he does break a lot of I stuff like and go, oh, right, I'm strong. Uh, for for somebody who's supposed to be a child genius, he has a lot of dumb moments. He's not a child. He's a teenager. A 30-year-old oh, teenager. A 30-year-old genius <laughs> who's still in high school. He has a lot of dumb moments. The last thing I'm going to bring up that Ebert says, and I think this is the most interesting. Let's, Please, let's remember, yeah. Roger Ebert, he's a dead person. And he's not seen. <laughs> he has not seen the most recent Spider-Man movies. Okay. All right. I'll keep that in mind. He says the best of all the Spider-Man movies Ugh. remains Raimi's Spider-Man Two. It's very, very. Good. And I still kind of agree with the best of the series villains, Doc yeah. Ock, which I fully agree. He also says this film is probably the mm-hmm. second best. <laughs> the lizard is not especially inspired and seems limited to the dramatic range of a Godzilla. Luckily, the climactic battle atop the Oscorp Tower is intercut with parallel action involving the plucky Gwen, who risks her life in an attempt to immunize all New Yorkers from becoming lizards. Hmm. It's an easy parallel to draw when, when Dennis Leary literally says, and I'm not the mayor of Tokyo. Right. It's a s- straight up Godzilla reference. How about that? And uh, Ebert was like, oh, yeah. oh I'm going to use that. Said, I can't. I can't physically say that this is this is good because it requires a jaw to say it. So he wrote it here. Oh, <laughs> you know what it was? It was. It was the whole plot about regrowing limbs. That's what it, he's jealous. He was like, <laughs> "This is brilliant. There's a possibility. This is exactly what I've been looking for in a movie." <laughs> oh God, damn! That it. got dark. <laughs> it did get real dark. What a fantastical dark. world! Three and a half out of four. The Spider-Man movies after Amazing Spider-Man do not exist. Uh, it is not even in the running for the top two ever. I might give you it's maybe three, depending on personal taste, but I still would choose Spider-Man 3 over this. I, I would not. And I don't really I would like not. Spider-Man 3. I would not, and I don't mind Spider-Man 3. But at least I think it has Spider-Man good Spider-Man has a touches. lot of really good touches. There's some, there are some good things that happen in Spider-Man 3, yeah, for But sure. I would not put this. Yeah. I would put this above it. I would, a long too. shot. I, I would not. Uh, please continue with what else you liked about the movie. We'll, we'll get into that stuff That's later. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, you shouldn't be, because I'm fighting internally if I like this movie or not, and we will find out Uh-oh. later how I feel about it. I don't know if we've ever turned Dave before. I don't, it, it's rare. Again, the cash is, the check's cash. <laughs> I want to play a bit of a game here. Oh, let's play a game. Whenever we have a guest on, I sometimes like to make up games. You get gamey. It's kind of fun here. I get gamey. The game I want to play today is, of course, it's Bet Your Liver, uh, as we do. Naturally. And it's really, if you're just wrong about something, you drink. That's yeah. that's really how far it goes. And the topics today, like whenever we have Nerdy Thursday on, we have Super Fight, we have taglines for whatever we're talking about. Right. And then we have a trivia. In this version... The Amazing Spider-Man from 2012, directed by the Mark Thwip. <laughs> we have Marvel trivia, because Ooh. Brian is wearing a Marvel hat right now, and I know he knows his Marvel stuff. A lot of the stuff I have is MCU, and he has a Spider-Man <laughs> shirt. He's lifting his shirt up and flashing me. This is terrific. Lucky and day. I know Ryan knows his Marvel <laughs> shit pretty well, too. Yeah, I'm prepared to lose. This is, the second bit. category I have is called Wed Bed Behead, 
And oh. I picked out a bunch of different things what? for you guys to fuck, marry, and kill. And the third category I have is Ryan Trivia. Ryan Trivia. And Ryan Trivia has been oh, provided no. to us from Kyle, Kyle from the Experience Grind podcast. Oh, this is exciting. Oh, what does this even You're going to find out the hard way. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> do you, is do you this why you asked me earlier? I very much know because Kyle open. has supplied me with all the questions and is answers. Is this why you asked me know. earlier how well I know, Ryan? It was. And oh, the answer was, you're going to learn some things. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, Ryan, as as our, oh, our yeah. guest, our yes, special guest, what do you want to go with? Do you want to go with Ryan Trivia, Wed, Bed, Behead, or Fuck, Mary Kill, call it whatever you want, or Marvel Trivia? The Marvel trivia, by the way, is MCU, and it's oh, pretty tricky. Okay. There are if it's MCU, I feel very, a little bit better. Very, very tricky ones. Okay. So, Ryan, uh, go ahead. Okay. That's not a safe zone. It's not a safe zone. I promise you it's not a safe zone. Not gimmies. Did you say Ryan or Ryan. Brian? <laughs> this is tricky. You're right. All right. Ryan. Uh, I want to do wed, bed, or behead. All right. So, your choices to fuck, marry, kill are Jean Grey. Cyclops and Wolverine. Oh, wow. Think about it, hmm. man. Who do you want to support you for your life? You can rest in those arms every night. And who do you want to just slam you? All right. I can tell you, wed Jean Grey. Safe zone. Right away. All right. Smart. Say, we're not we're saying uh, Jean Grey. We're not saying Phoenix. So. Bed Wolverine. Behead Cyclops. That is the All right that, answer. That's the right answer. For every sure. bit of it. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Brian. You gotta kill Cyclops. Yeah, God. Cyclops like is the Cyclops worst. Cyclops is not gonna have any fun. And you know yeah. Wolverine's gonna give it to you real good. Yeah, and he's gonna and tell then, you how good yep. you smell because that's his only fucking power. <laughs> and then you're gonna be like, yeah. I'm good, I've had it. Yeah, and then he's gonna want a vacation at Alkaline Lake every single fucking summer. X-Men are that's stupid. True. Brian, go ahead. Uh, I would like to do some Ryan trivia, That's a good question here. Mm. Uh, unfortunately. Kyle has supplied a question for you. For me specifically? Specifically. (laughs) Oh, dear. Kyle has asked you, Brian. Oh, no. What's the name of the music genre from the Moss Eisley Cantina? (laughs) Uh, That would be called jizz music. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. (laughs) Go back and listen to our last Jedi episode with Kyle. (laughs) Jizz music. We talk about jizz music in detail. We sure do. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what that has to do with Ryan, but I love it. Wow. There you go. Ryan, go ahead. That is specific. All right. I would like to dabble in the Ryan category as well. That's a good good answer for you, personally. <laughs> Ryan, who has the best mom butt in the world? Oh, oh, it's on a multiple choice. Then it's Elastigirl. You're right. It's it's gotta this be is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is turning That's... into Kyle trivia, actually. It's it really is. Yeah. This, this is, is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> This is how it it's goes. funny because I was talking to Ryan earlier today, and he brought this up organically. Beautiful, <laughs> which means that butt really stuck with him. <laughs> Brian, go ahead. I'm going to do Marvel trivia. Marvel trivia. My question to you: What does the acronym Shield stand for uh, in stra- the MCU? Strategic Homeland Intervention and something Logistics Division. I can't remember the E. The D actually is going to stand for Drink because. You a, got close, I need but a you refill. weren't there. Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement, Enforcement and Logistics, Logistics Division. Division. Yep. Ah. Brian, I was right there with you. I could not remember the E for the life of me. I want to go next. Oh, okay. I'm going to do Ryan trivia. Unfortunately, oh, no. Ryan's going to have to answer the right way. Oh, I'm right. like, don't you have the answers? Yeah, I do. 
uh, Ryan, I can't pronounce this guy's name. I just don't know what it is. He's the guy who's directing the Dune movie that's Denis coming out Villeneuve. next year. Was it? Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, Can you say it one more time? Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> you sounded very confident saying that. I'm very proud of you. I've had to say it many times to correct Kyle. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fair. Uh, did you also have to correct a certain man who plays the Incredible, uh, the Incredible Hulk? <laughs> the man who's in the Avengers movies who plays the Hulk? Oh, yeah? What was his name? Oh, oh, I mean, do you want me to say it the correct way or the... Or <laughs> I want the you to Rufalo. say it the not correct way. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> I love it. You just gave him an extra 50 points on his credit score. That's right. That's it. <laughs> Ruffalo. Yeah, Kyle's got his fingerprints all over this. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> Ryan, go ahead. Be our guest. You and McGregor Be style. Beauty and the Beast. He did a thing in that. Did I'm he? sure. <laughs> Ryan, go ahead. I'll leave it there. Uh, pregnant pause on that one. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's good. Let's do Marvel trivia. Marvel trivia. Yeah. In Guardians of the Galaxy, what is the name of the dog in the collector Tanelier Tivins Museum? Cosmo the Wonder Dog. Goddamn right it is. Sure good for is. you. That's Cosmo. I knew Comrade. we had the right guy on for Marvel. <laughs> I knew it. Brian, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, why don't you give me a wed bed behead? This one's a little more topical. Peter Parker. It's like kind of a pick your own. Sure. Mary Jane, Gwen Stacy. Go ahead. Well, that's... You're thinking about this for it being easy, huh? I have to really... I, I have to be the one who has to rid the world of of a Spider-Man. Yeah. Because I'm going to kill Peter Parker. <laughs> Makes you an inheritor, really, uh, if you want to go off the real Spider-Verse. You oh. would rid the world of a Spider-Man. You would put... Yeah. Your own needs before the world. Did you not learn anything from Mark Webb's The Amazing Spider-Man, Brian? <laughs> Mark Thwip. Uh, I learned that Emma Stone looks really good as a blonde. Yes, she does. <laughs> Which okay. is her natural that's, hair color. That's Who a good knew? life lesson. How about that? Um, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Gwen Stacy. Okay. All right. Spend the rest of your uh, life there. I'm that's gonna great. I'm gonna bed Mary Jane probably upside down. Um, that's all checks out. <laughs> Sounds like any Peter Parker ever is dead. Oh, well, you just said the one. Any one. Fair enough. There's there's a multiverse. He'll be fine. He'll Miles can fill in will fill something in will at happen. some point. I mean, Gwen Stacy's alive and married, so she could just do the Spider Gwen stuff. You're right. That's it. And you gotta get there before Miles does because once you go black, we all know it. Yeah, I think you've crushed this. <laughs> yeah. Right answer. All I now right. think there is there is no other answer. That is it. No. That's it? Ryan, well, go ahead. Then. Your choice. Uh, you know what? Let's, uh, uh, Ryan trivia. Good answer. (laughs) There we go. How many teachers have you gotten fired? God damn it. One. (laughs) Why? That's my question. I don't have the answer of why. I just know the Uh, answer is one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Back in the days of AIM, uh, he gave out his screen name to a lot of the younger girls in our class in high school. And (laughs) I managed to procure one. And then catfished One younger him girl into... or one... You catfished him? Oh, yeah. I pretended to be one of the younger <laughs> girls that he gave uh, his screen name to. And I catfished him into saying a bunch of stuff and printed it out thinking it would be, like, really funny for the lols. And brought it to school <laughs> the next day. 
Uh, uh, not not really knowing what I was gonna get into, but then sure. obviously it turned into a huge thing, and he got fired. And have you sued MTV or Chris Hansen? Because clearly you came with this idea first of to catch a predator uh, <laughs> or catfish. <laughs> I uh, did not. I was well, just really lucky. Missed I did opportunity. Not get in any that, trouble <laughs> with great power comes great opportunity, as we all know, and opportunity or missed opportunity. All of it. Okay. All the stuff. With, with all of great things come comes great, other great stuff. Other great things. <laughs> uh, I feel like you did uh, a public service you, there. You did a mitzvah. You know, there were there were mothers who said the same to me. Uh, my parents still felt the need to ground me, and I did not get to see Kill Bill that weekend because of it. <laughs> <laughs> Volume I will remember two. this forever. <laughs> <laughs> you're, yeah. you're grounded for... <laughs> Getting a pedophile found out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Brian, your choice. Uh, hit me with another Marvel trivia. Hey, the rules of this game are broken because I'm drinking even when I get them right. You're doing great then. You're winning. That's Everyone's winning. Too. This is the best. <laughs> How many versions of the Iron Man armor has Tony Stark made? Oh, Jesus Christ. This include all the way up to Endgame? This goes to July 8th, 2019. So... Sure. So yeah, through Endgame. Oh god, I can't remember what Mark Endgame was. I know thirty-seven was the Mark in Iron Man three. I know. I want to say it was... thirty-seven was Mark. Don't suck any dicks on the way through the parking lot. We went over that. Already. Right, 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 right. I want to say it was. Oh, 84. I think you're right. <laughs> I want to say drink because it's forty-seven. Really? Because I don't he, know. Was, he was That's on what 40... this site says. I he was know. on forty-two by Civil War. Well, you gotta. You're telling me he made. You gotta five to pick more... with iDaily.com. Not with me. He made five more outfit, five more armors in the next ten years. Yep, sounds about right. <laughs> That's it. Ryan, go ahead. Uh, can I do another of the wed bed or behead? You sure can. This one's appropriate because your These choices are, are Edward Norton Hulk, cool. Mark Ruffalo Hulk, Eric Bana Hulk. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, easy. Is it wed? Mark These are Ruffalo Hulk style. Hulk. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Per- not professor. I don't. I want to point that out. I did not type the word professor. I, whatever. That's All fine. Right. He'll get there eventually. <laughs> I can do the sun's getting real low trick, whatever. Right. I'll go smash. with that one. That's yeah. what we're going with sun's here. Sun's getting real low, big right. guy. Sun's oh, getting God. real low. I fucking hate that so much. Carry on. I don't know if it'll work. You're not Scarlett Johansson. You're not. You are not Scarlett Johansson. He's going to look up and be like, nope. I'm still no, mad. It's what happens in Thor Ragnarok. Um, yes. All right. So wed that one. Wed Mark Ruffalo. I think bed Edward Norton because at least he's interesting. I don't even think that's <laughs> possible. He can't and be bedded. You could have gone can, with Eric because for bedding. I'll tell you what. Hulk. He was training himself uh, in the breathing apparatus. So I think also I think you're safe there. Like he was training his pulse and. So you could bet Ed Norton's Hulk. I think yeah. you're good there. As you're boning, as you're boning him, you're gonna know if he's getting out of hand because he has the heart, the heart on his yeah. wrist. <laughs> Eric Ban is just a sad sack, daddy, daddy issue boy. Just Not wrong. Gone. Oh, Ow. he would try so hard. Not wrong. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, Brian, you're about to convince me again. He you're needs an approval. <laughs> All right. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Brian, go ahead. Uh, Ryan trivia. Ryan kind of has to answer these, which is kind of nice. Uh, let me ask you this. <laughs> Would Superman have British teeth? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, sure. Ryan, is that correct? Wrong. That is incorrect. <laughs> okay. 
Superman would Kyle not have says, British teeth. <laughs> Kyle says, no, uh, if you have British teeth, you cannot be Superman ever because Superman would not have imperfect teeth. How dare you? Right. He also says, Fair. shake fist. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, See, okay. That's got to be something, right? <laughs> Well, I guess I he's shaking his fist at all them crooked teeth Brits. Right. <laughs> Ryan, go ahead. I wish you guys had different names. You sort of do, but you don't. <laughs> I apologize for the inconvenience. <laughs> it's kind of like these two Spider-Man movies. They're kind of the same and kind of not. <laughs> uh, Can I go with... I'll do a Ryan trivia, sure. All right. Does Kyle miss you? Oh, uh, I hope it's yes. Otherwise, this is going to be a <laughs> real bummer of an answer. Well, this, this just got real awkward. <laughs> of course it's yes. Oh, that's sweet. It's adorable, uh, right? It's Guy Love Scrub style. It's like my favorite it is episode pretty of Scrub. It's very. My musical is the best. It's very, very good. Uh, yeah. Uh, best wishes to Kyle and his new his new home. Yeah, we love you, Kyle. Thanks for recording Star Wars twice with us. We all we miss fucked you. up the first time. <laughs> <laughs> You're the absolute best. <laughs> Brian, go ahead. We're going to do one more each. I want one more Marvel trivia. All right. Your question is, what is the name of Star-Lord's ship in Guardians of the Galaxy? The Milano. Got it right. There you go. And then he replaced it with the Benatar. <laughs> How great is that? Got it. Oh, I'm going to drink anyway. <laughs> Brian, go ahead. Last one for you, Ryan. Uh, I would like to dive into the Marvel one last time. All right. What movie did Thanos first appear in? Uh, would be Avengers. It would be the Avengers. That is true. Daily Double. Oh. Because I felt like that one was too easy. You're going to have to drink twice to get this one wrong. And it's it's really hard, actually. Okay. What is the name of Ben Kingsley's Iron Man 3 character who was hired to play the Mandalorian? Trevor Slattery. Trevor Slattery is I'm the answer. I'm going to drink twice because I thought I pulled one over on you. <laughs> I did Iron not. Man 3 is top five MCU movies for me, man. You're not I wrong. I love Trevor. I love Trevor. Trevor You're not was fantastic. Wrong. And while I drink twice because I fucked up and thought I was clever, I want you both to figure out this fuck, marry, kill here. Okay. Of Steve Rogers. Yep. Peggy Carter. Uh-huh. Sharon Carter. Go ahead. Oh. Talk about yourselves. Oh. <laughs> No matter no matter what we pick, it's going to be an awkward hmm. family reunion. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, well, got- for similar reasons, I just don't think I could kill Captain America. I agree. I don't think Captain don't America think- thinks you could kill Captain America. <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. I think, I think you got to marry Cap because that's, that's the kind of stability you can't get anywhere else. The man doesn't even age. No, you're right. But. So, like, I'll hmm. be old and decrepit and he'll still be just a young strapping lad right but now do you want that <laughs> world war ii booty or do you want that modern age booty yeah but you're gonna be walking around old and decrepit how do you think they, do you think they boned still... in world war ii he got dirty nah peggy wouldn't get mm-hmm. dirty right cap wouldn't no he's no, a good christian he boy he is but cap's gonna lift his dong like he lift that hammer Jesus. he'll be just fine he didn't lift that hammer until he's worthy <laughs> <laughs> at least age of ultron Right. <laughs> Amazing. Uh I gotta kill Sharon Carter. Yeah. That's I think the right so. Answer. No matter That's what, the right answer I was dies. hoping to hear. I mean Emily Van Camp is great, but uh huh. I agree. Can I ask you a harder wed bed behead? <laughs> Why go for it? Why Last not? one I have here before I get into the fucking monsters on Amazon.com. Fair. <laughs> Tony Stark 
Pepper Potts. Happy Hogan. I'm marrying Happy. Yep, right there with you, Brian. That was the easiest one. I'm going to kill Pepper. Yeah, I think so, too. I think I'm with this. Wrong answer all around. Wrong answer all around. Yeah. You guys blew it. I'm disappointed in all I don't care about the money or the stability. I'm going to marry Happy because he's happy. On (laughs) Amazon.com, you guys have disappointed me. Now I'm going to go to more disappointments. They're called the Monsters Amazon.com. Plus, she's got a goopy vagina. This? She does have a goopy vagina. We said we we would never talk about that ever again. Oh, my bad. My bad. This movie has 4.5 stars. The Amazing Spider-Man from 2012, directed by the Mark Webb. 69% 69% of them are five star, which is not high, and 4% of them are one star. People think this movie is like a four star movie, 18%. Kind of where it lands, I feel like. Yeah, that's a, a very low amount of five stars. You're right. Let me read you some. I of think that's stars. an insanely amount of high four stars. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> From May 19th, 2019. Title Ew. Ew. <laughs> Review I bought this while drinking, thinking I would like it better drunk. Maybe. Turns out, I guess I decided that drunk texting my ex would be more entertaining. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I bet it wasn't. Now, after having a few beverages here, you guys like this movie better? No. I don't know. I think I have to watch it drunk. Let's fire it up. Guys, let's just run the movie. I I choose I choose texting my ex over that. I am good. I never need to see this movie. No, seven's too many. Thirty-seven. <laughs> Trying to text the exes on your way through the parking lot. Try not to watch the Amazing Spider-Man again on the way to the parking lot. From October fourteenth, twenty eighteen. It's the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, that's the title. Okay, <laughs> sounds pretty exciting so far. In case you got confused on your way down to the comments section, right? His review is: I mean, it's the Amazing Spider-Man. So what was I expecting? I don't know. One star. I thought that he was supposed to tell us what he was. I All right. Yeah. These people are monsters. <laughs> this guy is really creatures. building the mystery like this movie builds a mystery with Parker's parents. That's right. <laughs> right. No Nailed payoff. It. Nailed it. Professional <laughs> professional writer here. Every one of them. I oh, mean. Oh, boys. <laughs> I mean, it's an Amazon review. From January 21st, 2016. <laughs> Title's one star, because of course it is. Right. Review. Horrible acting. Could they find an older-looking high school girlfriend? And they could. Her name's Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst looked older. <laughs> yeah, uh, Emma Stone true. is a treat, and she acts her way around everybody else in this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. She shows oh. more emotion in every scene than anybody else can muster. You're right. Collectively. Completely to quote uh, Peter Parker in The Amazing Spider-Man, how dare I? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you come at Emma Stone throwing shade like that? Oh, how dare I? How dare you? I'm going to go buy some milk. Genius. <laughs> Don't come at Emma Stone like that. She's a saint. How I can't believe she did this movie. Saint Emma Stone. We always have a saint in the Spider-Man movie. That's true. From July 18th, 2015. Spider-Man is played by Andrew Garfield. Yes. Not the Garfield from the comics. One star. <laughs> I would absolutely watch Wait. a Garfield the Cat as Spider-Man movie. I could go save the city, but I got to eat this lasagna. Oh, I hate fighting crime on Mondays. <laughs> John! <laughs> Why do people even great. bother most of the time? <laughs> Not the Garfield oh from gosh. the comics. From November 10th, 2012. Title, Franchise Ruined. Review. Okay. <laughs> the first movie. Okay. There were so many problems with this film, I do not know where to begin. 
However, I'll try. Okay. He says. Give me your best. Number one. This movie sucked. Okay. <laughs> That's the so, number one reason why this door. He says, first of all, zero chemistry between Peter and Gwen. They tried so hard to make us feel a connection between them. She's not working. I don't know what movie everybody says. Secondly, watch, his backpack magically appears and disappears from scene to scene. That's true. The people making this <laughs> movie did not catch that. <laughs> that Continuity. Yeah, everything nitpick. except the backpack. I need you guys to focus for one hot second. One, uh, six, a, a sexy a 60. Hot, a sexy 60. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to rapid fire some questions on you because that's all he did from the rest of the time out. All right. Here we go. Here we go. So many questions, he says. He says, when did Spider-Man become such a douche? How was Peter able to stick and climb to walls with his shoes on? How did all that webbing fit into his Spider-Man watch? How was the watch strong enough to support his weight while swinging? Must have been a very sturdy watch. Ten times when strength. Lizard Man grabbed his arms and crushed his watch, how did he not break his arms? Why was there nitro- liquid nitrogen on the roof? That's a Why great did question. the Lizard Man need to stop by the office on the way to blow them his missile up? He could have done this from anywhere. When did the Lizard Man... No, he, he needed the, the cloud. Get mission. enough time to hook his missile up to the speaker system to advertise the, the time system. before the launch. <laughs> Spider Man falls off the building and Lizard Man catches him so wide to- so he won't fall. Why? Peter can stick and climb the walls. That's actually a very wow. good point. He can't climb and stick to walls. He made a big <laughs> effort to try to pull him up, but Peter can uh-huh. just climb. Uh, this guy's a troll, but he's also on point. Yeah, he's got a few good points in there. Some of them uh, stretch. The, first but- of all, the backpack. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> the sticking? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. The lizard man? Yeah. Mostly agreed. The liquid nitrogen? Agreed. Totally agreed. All right. Man's super genius. Maybe. Found an ex-villain. He's uh, smarter than Peter Parker. <laughs> Peter Parker found a way to use the tiny watch. That's to... right. <laughs> That's right. Nanotech. We nailed it. Oh, you haven't seen Big Hero 6. I have not. You should see uh, it. We will get really there good. one day. We will get it's there. extremely good. Nanotech. From January 5th, 2014. Nothing like the comic book and way too slow for an action and superhero movie. There's way too much romance. And where's Mary Jane and Harry Osborn? Uh, uh. Did you think it was just a direct re- remake of the 2002 version? I had to look this up. Mary Jane debuted in Amazing Spider-Man 25, 1965. You did not see her. She did not make a full appearance until Amazing Spider-Man 42. Oh, wow. What about Gwen Stacy? Gwen Stacy, Amazing Spider-Man 31. Oh, It's okay. after Peter graduated and went to the whole college thing. That's also where he met Harry Osborn, Amazing Spider-Man 31. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mary Jane is such a side character for so long, and the only reason people know Mary Jane is be- like, because of the Raimi movies. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and the 90s cartoons. That's very true. Very true. But Gwen yeah. Stacy was the thing for the longest time. It led to, we're going to see it in Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, one of the biggest cinem- like comic book moments of all time right. with Gwen Stacy. Womp, yeah. womp. And even in this, it hints at one of the biggest comic moments of all time with Captain Stacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, stay away from her. She's in danger when she's with you. Right. Yeah, but I'm right. going to hang in with her anyway. Well, best promise is the ones we don't keep. We all Stay know away that. from her. You'll get oh her God. killed. The sequel. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> hey, you want to come back for Amazing Spider-Man 2? I'm not going to. I really don't need to, to see that one again either. That's unfortunate because I'm <laughs> signing you up. I'm signing <laughs> you up. It's in stone now. Can't do that. Last one I have is from February 10th, 2013. Says, I felt the pacing of this movie to be a bit slow. 
And it seemed to me that the storyline was borrowed from Spider-Man, the the Raimi ones, with a few ideas borrowed from Spider-Man 2, also the Raimi ones. Mm -hmm. The scene in the movie where Uncle Ben is murdered, I felt that was taken directly from the first Spider-Man movie that Tobey Maguire did, and the villain being misguided reminded me of Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2. So he just, I'm going to say this and then defend it. Fine. He says, my other big issue with this movie was that I'm so used to Peter Parker's girlfriend is Mary Jane. But in this movie, <laughs> they had her be a girl named Gwen. <laughs> yeah, they turned Mary Jane into a Gwen. Uh, <laughs> this is so, a person not familiar with the comics. Right, definitely. Not they're they're they, cast here. they think that the Raimi movies are the beginning. Like, they invented Spider-Man for the Raimi movies. Correct. I'm used to other things happening. But also, they just took from the other one. So my question to you both <laughs> is... <laughs> And we've gone over this before in the past. Who are these movies meant for? Well, that's a good question. I would that's say it. the people who didn't like the Raimi movies, right? I'm more looking at it as, are these meant for movie-going folk or comic book folk? I think their primary target movie. is comic book folk, but they want to make them accessible to yeah. movie-going folk. I think that's where Marvel is now, where it's, oh. access- it's accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's where I think we are now. Now, in right, the, right. The well, to a point year. because I, when you had Captain Marvel come out, obviously Shazam is coming out in damn near the same time, and Shazam fanboy is not the original I, not Captain me, not Marvel. Me. He's the Shazam's heroes are Captain Marvel. Go Let's ahead, not forget go it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. They were bashing Captain Marvel because it was played by a lady. I get that, <laughs> but there was a whole bunch of of shit going around about that. Who is this all for? That's what I want to know. Uh well I think those people who are bashing it are like a oh they're fucking idiots that are given very 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 loud yeah. platforms like we talk about the small things a lot and it just it makes it seem like it's maybe larger than it is I'm not saying it's not there yeah but I still think like look at Captain Marvel and look at all the money it made clearly it made the majority did not agree with those people I think they're they I think now they're going more towards comic accurate stuff going towards more of the goofy silly stuff no that thor they have your trust still. what thor is not close to goofy or silly yet no thor is not there in the comics still oh wait what oh in the comics no i'm yeah. saying for uh the movie going pl- okay uh audiences for the movies we're giving we're giving the audiences movies that are maybe more embracing the comics whereas Early on, we started with the X-Men, the Brian Singer's X-Men, which were right. very, very afraid of embracing the comics. And we have to be all oh, black leather suits. I thought you were going to say that break suggests that you're going to say embracing good movies. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. No, no, they did I'm not Wolverine. embrace. I smell a lake. Let's go to it. <laughs> He's Father? Yeah. No. Who am I? I No, I mean, I that have is, issues. That is real me, quick. Dave Michaels performing. It was not huge Hackman. You're welcome. I've taken it. Yeah. I'll give you that. I've just visually, I think those movies are very afraid of their comic material and they Absolutely. don't embrace like the colorful silliness of it. And I think Amazing Spider Man is still largely in that era of we don't want to embrace it. This film is so darkly shot. I they, they don't embrace the campy silliness. <laughs> it's of also Spider-Man. 2012, though. I mean, Avengers is out the same year. I know, that's why it's so weird to me <laughs> that we have, like, the Chitauri army and, like, Hulk smashing and all this yeah. shit, and yet we are hiding Spider-Man in as much darkness as we can because, God forbid, there's some color that pops. Sony. Yeah, well, mm. I mean, look at Venom and Morbius. They're shot with the same lens. That's right. They. This, it's going to be into the Smithsonian one day. 
Same lens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How about we give this thing a super step and see what we really feel about this? Okay, we could do that. First, I want to do one more thing, though. Before we do the super stuff, I have a segment I'd like to introduce, and it's called This is an Actual IMDb Trivia Fact. Oh, no. <laughs> where I go and I find my favorite IMDb trivia fact for this movie. Did this happen to come off of our Patreon episode from Fight Club? The trivia of Bob is one letter removed from boob? Yes, it's exactly that segment. Uh, But now it has more officiality to it. Go listen to our Patreon. We have patreon.com slash capepodcasters. So this week for This is an Actual IMDb Trivia Fact, did you know that The Amazing Spider-Man was released on the 10th anniversary of the Powerpuff Girls movie? What? By design. There you go. That is... Your IMDb actual <laughs> trivia fact. Amazing. <laughs> oh man, this this whole let everybody have access thing maybe needs to be rethought. <laughs> <laughs> the internet has made some people very dangerous. Just too I powerful. You know, with great power. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, super stuff score for the Amazing Spider-Man. Start with story and motivation. Ryan, how about you take this one first? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, On a scale of zero to one. <laughs> zero to one. Or uh, more if you're feeling ballsy. <laughs> I don't think you are this time, though. <laughs> I know you guys do the points. Do you do a point seven five? Sure. We sure do. I would, yep, I'd say a point seven five. I think the motivation here is interesting, if maybe not executed the best. I think there's a lot that could be done better when it comes to, like, the parents, how they leave him, how that affects him emotionally, and how this kind of ties in thematically. Like, they kind of hit at the, they hint at the whole, who are you? And they talk about it at the beginning and the end of the movie as if he's making a choice to choose who he is as a person. But really, like... find yourself? They don't... Yeah, it's not a reflection on any of the multiple plots that are happening in this movie. So if they could rework that, it'd be a little bit better. But as it stands, it's compelling enough and i think different enough from the raimi movies that it's at least interesting i'm in agreement that was uh very well stated so, and you so elevated much our show i was gonna say <laughs> 0.75 because now i'm gonna say all the things ryan said yeah yeah i was gonna say 0.75 and now i sound intelligent because uh <laughs> you know the motivation was one way and the story was another way and that's why it's a 0.75 that, we nailed it as we always do the hero nice. <laughs> the hero he saves the day he yep Needs to be noted. That's true. I think this Peter Parker is not the best Peter Parker, Mm -mm. but he is the best Spider-Man. So far in 2012, yes. Yes. I think it's important (laughs) to note. I think it's very important to note. I think this is the most comic accurate Spider-Man. Yes. If not one of the most least comic accurate Peter Parkers. Yeah. They stray. So for the hero- I kind of like his whole stuttering thing, how he's kind of the insecure, insecure teenager. It's yeah. fine. It's a choice that he made. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy he made the choice because it's better than being Plank from Ed, Ed, and Eddie, like Tom McGuire <laughs> was. <laughs> so I think that Damn. Andrew Garfield does an okay job. Yeah. I'm, I'm taller than him. I'm still going to give him a point seven five. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. Does not deserve a one. I don't think he deserves much less, though. He does a pretty good no, job. he does a good job, definitely. Uh, villains. Lizard. Oh. Lizard. 
and, and I guess kind of Rajit Ratha, but and I don't care about but him. But dies care. on a bridge off screen. Who D- gives a damn? D- dies in a limo because he doesn't go out the other door. <laughs> right, not too bright. It isn't even a limo. It's a town car. It right, which is not actually being driven by Tim uh, Roth, the killer from from of Uncle Ben from the Raimi verse. Really, it's a uh, the guy who plays Michael Carradine. That's Papa John. A, I don't remember his last first name, Papa but his John whole is, last it, name is Papa John. Right, right. I don't. I don't care about Lizard all that much. I think his no. motivations are mixed, and I don't Definitely. like the turn at the end because it happens very fast. And I like how in Spider Man Two, Doc Ock turns because he has a relationship with Peter beforehand mm-hmm. that establishes him as more of a father figure, whereas right. Kurt Connors doesn't have that in this movie. So Kurt the Connors, saving if, thing is weird. If anything, has a connection to Peter's father. And I don't know if that's enough uh, for him to be like, I'm going right. to save this kid. Agreed. Ryan, the head? person we see off screen having a relationship with the villain means nothing, especially right. when it's only right. in one scene of the movie. I, yep. I cannot agree hard enough. 0.25? 0.25. What do you think, Ryan? That's right? fair. That's fair. Parents. <sighs> as far this is as exciting! We know, as far as we know, we have two dead parents. This is a This is a rarity. Where are we and at? then we also get a killed parent fig parental figure in Uncle Ben. Yeah, this might on screen. Uh, we had a one point two five. I don't. Is think this we a rare? Go above one. Why shouldn't we? Because we have two dead parents confirmed, mm-hmm. and then we have a parental figure confirmed. Uncle Ben, we've given uh, the props to in the past. That's true for being a dead parental figure. Right. This might be the first time we ever break the one, uh, and strictly because but of Spider Man deserve rules. it. Yeah, because we see Uncle Ben died the same way, and then the parents are like mostly off screen slash for one scene at the beginning where it's just. But they're parents, and they're established yeah. they're dead. They're yeah, parents. that's that's uh, yeah, dead parents. Is how you become a superhero? We that learned is that over how time. that's scored, isn't it? It's just if they die, you get points. Plus, oh, he's got the bonus right? Uncle Ben. Okay, bonus right. Ben. Well, this is ridiculous. We've never done a <laughs> fraction. Yeah. Uh, uh, over. That wasn't then, no, full half. Right, I'm right. aware, and we might have to here because it's a 1.25. Well, I'm saying a 1.25 has never happened. No, let's it's do it. It's usually a 1.5. Well, let's break that that too because we're breaking here. everything right now. You should right, give it 1, a 1.5, and then we should There bump it is. Down, He's the guest. We should bump down the hero then because I disagree. We, sh- we shouldn't because we're going to bump down Peter things Parker in the is not Don't worry. because you make him out to be. Don't worry. <laughs> things are going to get bumped down to balance out the world. All right, okay. Female characters. It's not that one, uh, though. That's a one. That is... Okay, so just that female characters exist in this world. It's tough, because it's just Gwen. <laughs> That's our bar. Gwen does That's things. That's our bar Gwen, here. But Gwen does things. Gwen creates the antidote. She yep. actually tries to fight back. She creates the antidote. You make it sound like she had a whole like process. Yeah. She punched in some buttons and hid in a closet. Yeah, and then she yeah. tried to blowtorch a, a villain <laughs> while not defending it. from another room. <laughs> In the school fight scene, though, she does hit Lizard in the head with something. You're right. She does. So she does. She she's a very strong female character, and she acts circles around the girls. And then she's movie. rudely thrown out the window. He's just like, I'm gonna. He throw says it now. He calls that he's throwing out the window, That's though. True. That says something. Uh, Maybe that, not a okay. one, but definitely a point seven five. A point seven five. Um, <laughs> and that is factoring in Aunt May and Sally Field didn't even want to be there, so. No, All she right. was checked out. She actually called it uh, when she was interviewed with Howard Stern. She was like, yeah, well, you know, I did it and it was what it was. But it's not like a deep character. You can't really put right. 10 pounds of shit in a five gallon hat. Or of course. And then, as Howard Stern says, how many dicks do you suck on set? How many dicks? 37. <laughs> uh, setting. Setting? Setting. Two. No. 
I'm locations no. on this motherfucker. I know you I'm are. I'm calling it too. I know you're going to say that, but here's what I'm going to counter with. Yeah, it's LA. A of, lot of it's LA. I was going to say, of all of the New York movies we've watched, this might be the least New York. It's not the least New York. It's definitely not the most New York. I'm going to call this 0.5, and I think it's a safe spot. Um, I'm going to give it the Dave Michaels bump to a 0.75. I appreciate it. Sony paid me enough to say that. <laughs> Wow, and I, I, I like and that. Then you my came information in got hacked, gusto. and now I don't know where my information is. So we're we're great. <laughs> we're all great. Here. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Seth Rogen. There's another for Dave the interview in, South, in North Korea. <laughs> You're right, uh, Dave Michaels, ping pong champ in North Korea. I'd imagine style and tone. Uh, oh, oh boy, point two five. I'll just come out the gates. That is strong in this point two five. That's a I don't safe think spot. It I knows think. what its tone is. It's all from over scene the place. to scene. It's just all over the place. Is it gonna be silly? Is it gonna be funny? Is it gonna be really dark character piece and dramatic? Yeah, uh, a whimsical hero adventure. Is it gonna be uplifting movie? Is it? It doesn't know it's what it's gonna it wants. make me want to cry. It didn't. But I'll go point two five. I think it's a safe spot to land. It's, it feels safe. I'm okay with yeah. it in the dirtiest yeah. way. I won't say because you guys can go zero, right? I kind of want to go zero. You think it deserves I'm not a zero? against going zero because it is all over the place. Yeah. I I will give it a point two five if only because it does have a style that I don't think fits. It is very, very dark, as I said. Darkly shot. It's true. I just I just That's don't Sony think it's a for it though. Have style. you seen Venom, Venom, Venom? Venom, 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 Venom. Uh yes, I have. I love that. And now I know all uh, about it. You make the a good symbiotes. point though. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm a, trying not to be too, too hard on this movie. I think a uh, .25 is probably fair for this category. Yeah, it, it doesn't deserve a zero, I don't think. I think yeah. .25 is fine. It's, yeah. It is what it is. Safe. I think a zero yeah. is for, like, My Super Ex-Girlfriend, where there is no style. There it is. is. It's just... blown out and terrible. It's yeah. fucking garbage. Well, we gave out six zeros for My Super Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, so deserved. That does, that does Every not one surprise of me. Uh, <laughs> it's deserved. Music. I did not care for it. The the smooth stylings of of uh, James Horner. I will say point two five for I do like the little kind of heroic medley he has, the little whimsical few beats that pops up every once in a while for like the big hero moments. Fine, I couldn't uh, even tell you what it was. I couldn't hum it if I wanted to. No, but you, that's it. That's the one. Oh. That's it's, it. It's, Listen, it's as simple. Ryan hums, the theme to any movie ever. <laughs> it's, it, I love movie scores, man. They get locked in my I'm head. I'm a huge fan. I, think, I love James Horner. Is, I think it's fine. I do. We I, talked about an Avatar. We talked about Troy. Ooh, Ooh interesting. God. I love the Troy. Holy the Troy shit! Scores. Troy, I think, Amazing. is phenomenal. Troy is yeah. great, and then so good they reused it in Avatar. <laughs> it's so yep. good. I think it's I really fine. Don't. I think it's fine, and that's why I give it the point two five. Point two five, fine. Is he fine mouth with me. trumpeted it, so I give it a point two five for effort. Point two five for effort. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you're saying point five, I will take it back down because remember, skateboarding Coldplay. They clearly don't know when music works. Oh. Zero. I think yeah. you're right. Skateboarding Coldplay does not. They don't line up at all. Skateboarding Coldplay yeah. is going to bring it down to a zero. I also heard the shins, and I'm like, no cool teenage kid who's supposed to be ten years younger than me listens to the shins. Nice supposed try. To be. You're right. <laughs> nice try. Good, good try there, movie. <laughs> Who are you trying to kid? One-liners. I got nothing oh, for zero. this one. 
Zero. I can't think of and I hate them. was the one that stood out, and that's nothing. That's nothing. Uh, zero. That's a that's a easy zero. Easy zero. Mm-hmm. And impact on the genre. Got a sequel. That's as far as it's going to go. Yep. Because it got rebooted very quickly after that. Even it was also the reboot of another, of another which is fun series because because Spider Man Four was gonna happen. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they were like, actually, uh, maybe not. Let's try this whole uh, Andrew Garfield thing instead. So it it picked killed, a whole bouquet of oopsie daisies. It killed one Spider Man and then killed the second Spider Man. Killed the second Spider Man. <laughs> I'll go point two five because got a sequel and this movie's yeah. okay. Yeah. That's as far as I'm going to go with it. And it almost made enough money. <laughs> it actually, it did okay. Because this movie did cost $230 million to make. I didn't see dick of it. <laughs> <laughs> and this movie made $757 million, which is a lot. That's a lot. That's a whole lot of money. Uh, two-thirds of that is international money? Yeah, that says something. Yeah. <laughs> this might be a zero. <laughs> might be zero, even though it got a sequel. Nah, I don't know. All right. I think a point two five is a good point place 0.25 for it. is how we're going to define the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, this this movie, uh, if you think it's average, you're dead on because it is a five <laughs> on the super stuff scale. That's fine. We did it. That's uh, I think right where it belongs. Yeah, I'd say maybe slightly under, just a little bit. I don't I don't hate this movie. It just makes a lot of really firm decisions that I don't agree with. For the Peter Parker character? Yeah. Uh, I don't hate the Peter Parker character. And it's funny uh, because on Facebook... I think he's hard to hate. Yeah. On Facebook, one of our followers, Oliver, says that, honestly, feel that this movie is criminally underrated. I kind of agree. He says, the second one's an atrocity, and I fully agree there, too. (laughs) But I think this movie is underrated. I actually enjoy this movie. I feel like people... There's so many problems with it, but I enjoy the movie. They skip the amazings. Uh, I, I don't would. know. It's. Do you think they skipped the Amazings because Tom Holland came three years later or whatever it is? Maybe. It's a very good possibility. I mean, I that. just, I honestly don't think there were there was a lot of good word of mouth when these came out. I don't remember anybody going around saying like, "Man, those Andrew Garfield ones—they're really killing it in a way that the other ones didn't." Mostly, I heard it's like, "Yeah, they're fine," or "It was good," or Spider-Man. "I didn't like oh. it." It, yeah, yeah I remember, more Spider-Man. Yeah, I remember little. people going around saying, Dave Michaels is taller. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all we will like remember. A, that's it. It's an okay movie. It's got some gorgeous rooftop shots of New York. Yeah, but really, it's okay really good movie. plating shots <laughs> of New York. Uh-huh. There's this awesome deleted scene. From a guy who's taller with a, and the deleted scene that never made cut, but just <laughs> trust me here. This movie's fine. It's fine. It's it's, it's a fine. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's long. That's it's the problem with very it, long. in my it opinion. Is. But yeah, it's it's totally fine. It's yeah. See it if you want to. If you like Spider Man, it's totally fine. Right. If you're if you're really jonesing for new Spider Man stories and you skipped out on the amazing ones, uh, you can watch them and knowing that you can always just go back to the other ones. There's a good safety net there built in. <laughs> What are we talking about next week? Next week, we're uh, we're gonna embrace the more comic book side, less superhero side, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about some Zack Slomo Snyder. We're talking three hundred. Ooh! Oh, really? Yeah, that's exciting. I'm gonna have to do some push-ups. I'm like lots, like, like so three hundred. All the push-ups? <laughs> Not even bother. <laughs> okay. Um. Holy crap! 
Yeah. Uh, Gerard Butler, famous as the Phantom of the Opera. He (laughs) took his shirt off and then yelled one-liners out loud. Said something out of the side of his mouth, probably, and that's the movie. (laughs) 300, I can't wait. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, you can rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Kate Podcasters. We have a Patreon where we talk about not superhero movies. That's patreon.com slash Podcasters. So in February, we talked about Fight Club. Coming up in March, we're going to be talking about an airplane. That's right. Don't call so, me Shirley. I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, stories, you can send them to Podcasters at gmail.com. And uh, thanks for joining us, Ryan. Everybody go check out Experience Grind. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was a, a fun conversation for a movie that I kind of dreaded going back and revisiting. Yeah, that's kind of our shtick here, actually. Yeah, we oh. kind of want to torture everyone that comes on. It's like, hey, well, let's have a Talk guest. Talk to Kyle. What Kyle movie hated do they hate? Star Wars Last Jedi. <laughs> I like it. I, I admire that. So I guess we're going to see you next week for 300. Same pod time. Same pod flip. Dave, that is The Amazing Spider-Man. What do you think happens after the credits? What I think happens after the credits is that there's a title card in old school Hollywood format that just says, Dave Michaels is taller than Andrew Garfield, (laughs) fade to black. And that is it. Yeah. That is it. Appropriate. That's it. Ryan, what do you think happens post-credits? We see uh, a callback to the comics where Peter Parker throws his suit in the trash can to keep his promise to Dennis Leary, and he walks away from it. But we get a hint at the amazing Spider-Man 2 soundtrack performed by Randy Newman. Spider-Man! 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 That's phenomenal. That's it. That's what I think happens at the end of the credits. Brian, what do you think happens? I think we cut back to the funeral scene and Gwen gets up in front of everybody to deliver the eulogy for her father. And she says, he was just a regular Joe with a regular job. Your average white suburbanite slob. He liked football and porno and books about war. He's got an average house with a nice hardwood floor. His wife, his job, his kids in his car. I'm still going to go with it. Huh? His feet on the table and a Cuban cigar. Sometimes that just ain't enough to keep a man like him interested. Oh no, no way. Yeah, yeah.